Right, so um, should we send it, boys? All the way to to the internet. Yes. Are we gonna uh, Are we gonna send it with Mister Medwell ready to go? I'm ready. I'm born ready. Welcome. Oh, the Lord's work. Welcome to episode eight. Eight. The Merchant Princelings podcast. Will first of her name. Long may she reign. Eighth of her name. Eighth of that's what. Oh no, I've already ruined it. Oh, God. I gave you. I, I literally. Oh. I set you oh. up. It's because I questioned the eighth. I was like, hey, <laughs> you're, you're, you're trash. Yeah. You, you, you're trash. Yeah. What have I joined? No, sorry. Do you, do you want to leave now, Rob? Or like, cast <laughs> 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 to the wind. Could be watching The Witcher again. <laughs> so, as you can hear, I've got my wonderful co host with me tonight. As usual, I've got the beautiful Giles King. My friends. The Magnificent and the Regal, Will Henry. Aloha. And Eyelashes himself, the Rob Medwell. Where they come. Hello there. Mm. Hello, everybody. The fittest man in heresy. Welcome, welcome, sir. Yeah, in every sense of the word. Yeah, makes me sick. Oh, but... He's the only man <laughs> fit for purpose in heresy. True. It's nothing to do with his attractiveness. He's just fit for purpose for playing yeah. heresy. <laughs> for purpose. <laughs> Rob are measured against. Heather yeah. describes me as barely fit for purpose most of the time. So. Yeah, you see, you, I think your your um your admissions of how much she bullies you, <laughs> yeah. their their daily rate is increasing Did at you, an alarming rate. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if Giles read those messages or uh, or or not today, but Heather was just about to go. I'll, I'll paint you a scene. Heather was just about to. Uh, go out to the dentist and I was like okay. oh I've been uh, signed up to a, a podcast this evening so I shan't be spending any time with you um, and uh, Heather sort of you know has this thing where she goes to bed at like nine o'clock and as a result I have to therefore go to bed at nine o'clock sure yeah um, and I said look look I won't be spending any time with you the lads have have called and I have answered um, and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be on a podcast. And she said, "Well, who, who's uh, who are you going on a podcast with?" And I was like, "Well, Giles is one of them because she met she's met Giles. She's not <laughs> yeah, I absolutely yeah. love Heather. She's the the sweetest woman." And she said, that, "So, and then she says, is it a podcast about having big penises?'" And I said, <laughs> I said "If that was the case, why would I be on that podcast?" And then, and then she said, "Well." clearly for comparison and then walked out the door and i was like how fucking rude is that? <laughs> she just dropped the mic and was Jesus like see ya. that rude. is just that is i mean not only just just embarrassing for yourself yes but, of course yeah but yeah. um i mean you, you, the massive in, implied insult mm. it, to me and will mm, yes it's true well, you know, yes, yeah. yes yeah. we just gloss because we all know it's true yeah, well, we just, yeah, we just yeah. gloss. And Heather most definitely knows it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Laura, if I told you that the podcast we were recording tonight was about big penises and I was involved in it, what would be your comment? She just, <laughs> just, just, just a sneaker in the back. She just laughed. <laughs> yeah, There's had. no big willies when in comparison to Giles's big exactly. No, just, we need to, no, I we guess need to move along this topic. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Just dry yeah, down, we are, button mushrooms we are, in the sun. Yeah. Eight we are weeks we've avoided that topic. Uh, 
uh, greetings for the warp is what we're going to talk about today, yeah. isn't it, chaps? Right? We are indeed. Absolutely. So. so the reason we have assembled is obviously to do our weekly podcast, but we haven't attended an event in the last five days since we last recorded. So what we're going to do is we've brought one of our most special boyfriends on mm. to talk about his list for greetings, which is all the more apt given that you and I have. Oh no. Correct answer. And um, <laughs> we'll, we'll just edit it in with my extremely crap in-app editing skills. Super, super. Fun. We could put in a little <laughs> noise. I can put in a remix. Yeah, yeah there's actually, a, there's a, it's literally a wooka wooka, like remix noise. Are we going to pretend like nothing happened? Nothing did uh, happen, Rob. Yeah. yeah, my prediction always... and knowing Tom's editing ability and effort levels is he will just keep this all in to explain <laughs> what went wrong. Hundred percent. Oh so hundred percent. That's to the flavour and the class, doesn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's so greetings. Has a rustic feel to mm. the. To the mm. yeah. Rust, yeah. Not, if you want Joe Rogan, go to Joe Rogan, boys. That's mm. all I'm no, saying. No one wants Joe Rogan anymore. He's not. No. He's not editing his own shit, is he? Um, <laughs> he's not doing in-app editing. Um, what a bitch. What a bitch. So we were talking about the fact that we're going to go through Rob Medwell's greetings list because he and I have got first game. Mm. So now that he knows my list to its fullest extent, it's only fair that I know his, even though I'm worse at the game. Have you shared your list in the previous podcast or we're going going to go through your list as well do you even fucking listen if you just climbed in not only rob not only did not only have you asked me that before and i told you it was in the last (laughs) podcast episode which you told me you listened to i then sent it to you in the group chat and you've even reacted to it i remember receiving and analyzing the detail (laughs) list about how i could get apart but i'm just wondering whether You've gone through it on the podcast. I mean, yeah. occasionally I listen to the podcast, man, but I'm a, I'm a busy man. Why have you know? we even invited you on? Yeah, let's mm-hmm. get Harry on, right? <laughs> <laughs> what a load of shit. <laughs> so, there's people in Chile listening, Rob. Oh, if you're listening in Reddit. Oh, yeah. I'm out. Fucking Tom, <laughs> get another okay, phone. I'm going to assume that's out. a yes to the list analysis. I just didn't know whether we were going to have an analysis of both lists at the same time. Well, see. I mean, we can rehash we over predict it. Who was the, who predict who might be the winner of the game. Most do, important factor can, is the fact that it's... Tom's list to know who's going to win the game. <laughs> no, <laughs> we don't. Unless, I could be bringing a night house and we still know the... I could no, be bringing Tom, whatever no night list houses. in the... No, no, night no, houses. no night houses. No, they're too powerful. Yeah. Uh, as are seven... <laughs> as are seven breach marine command squads. Okay <laughs> to fuck, mate. Yeah. Although, no, they're back in now. They are back in. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Who fucking knows what's going on? But, but by the we, time we this move. goes out, they'll be out again. Speaking um, of that, my um, command squad now has scouts as well, which is Oh, nice. fuck off. So, yeah. so we're going to talk about Rob's greetings list. Then we're going to talk a little bit about greetings in general. So what we're expecting from the event. Yeah. Sort of. We haven't had any missions yet, but we've sort of got a rough idea of their narrative structure given the challenge mechanic. Yep. So we can talk about the challenge mechanic and things like that. And we'll go from there. And uh, I'm sure out of that, given the fact that the last episode was quite jumbo, if this one ends up being a bit of a small boy, it's not the end of the world. It might also be worth touching on because, Rob, you're running the Weekend of Greetings 30k Mm. section. Mm. So if you had any thought... Yeah, Yeah, in the the, uh, what we've been up to section, I can actually discuss a few things about that. Well, let's roll straight into that then, Rob. So what have you been up to for the last week? 
for last week. So um, I I kind of have been back at work. So I had um, uh, kind of two weeks off uh, over the Christmas holidays and was uh, commission painting furiously. Um, but then the beginning of term hits and then kind of the painting kind of gets put aside, put aside for the for the weekends. Um, but over the, the course of um, uh, the past couple of days, I've been working on this Warmaster uh, Titan for Adeptus oh, Titan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I'm pleased with the progress so far. Um, and... Um, but it is it's really slow going. I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean you've painted one before, Tom, but I would yeah. not so to all listeners who've not painted one before is a not something that you want to sit down and do over a weekend. It's definitely something that you want to sort of spread out um over yeah. the course of like, you know, a couple of weeks and it's, you kind of do an hour on it. It know, takes as long tonight. to paint that as it does to paint most frontline 30k armies. I, I, it's um, it, it's incredible. I mean, I was amazed by the level of detail because yeah. I've like I bought the kit when it came out, and then um, I, it, it's just been sort of gathering dust in a in a top shelf, um, and then finally cracked it open. And I thought I'm going to do a Legio Graphonicus um, night. Um, sorry, uh, uh, Titan Legio. Yeah, and um, and I, I thought you know twenty. 22 would be the the year to do it work on one like work on a titan a month that was my my kind of plan yeah uh, just keep me ticking over and it's good i think for that kind of thing because the trim is the boring part and you can spend half an hour um on it each night and then just you know bash out a couple of um uh, uh you know panels um trim panels and then you know by the end of the month you'll, you'll have a you'll have a have a have a titan um so that's my kind of game plan. It's almost my stopgap um, until we know a bit more about um, the kind of new heresy and the new box set. Um, because I'm I, I I'm buying things with a bit of trepidation at the moment, not really knowing what the future has in store and what yeah. new plastics to expect as well. Sensible idea. Sensible idea. Yeah. yeah. So, but the other big thing I did uh, this weekend is I had a massive clear out of um, of resin. Huge yeah. clear out resin. Um, oh, wow. So um, I had so many projects that I'd bought previously, and uh, I was just never going to get around to. It might have been for previous armies. It might be um, uh, models that I bought, and had they basically been sort of accumulating dust for however however long a time. And I did not. Um, they were not bringing me joy. They kind of just had to kind of go. And I knew I was never going to touch them. Yeah. Um, I'd had them for a year and I hadn't touched them. So there's no way I was going to do them. So basically I uh, kind of sent off um, some messages to some friends, you guys included, um, and packaged them up um, in boxes and uh, sent them uh, far and wide away and just put like random, random stuff in boxes just and sent it to power so they can actually do something with it because otherwise it was just gonna um just accumulate dust and be pretty pretty useless but i feel pretty free of having all that stuff gone now actually well i guess it's quite liberating for you but on a on a from a recipient for that reciprocant whatever whatever of <laughs> yeah i um a person who got shit from mm. of that deal i like it um yeah it was really generous and really um charitable you know you were trying to get rid of some stuff to to, to clear your workspace and clear your work head yeah it's just better that somebody else is else use it and what yeah, i have as well um is that 
because I've constantly got commissions on the go, yeah. I actually have already other people's stuff in the house. So then having that on then on top of um, the sort of the mounds of resin that I kind of eventually sent away, um, it's just, it feels quite liberating. I mean, yeah. only in the corner of the room is a mound of orcs, which is my next um, next commission project in February. So um, 40K, yeah? Yeah, 40K, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that felt quite, quite liberating to get rid of that stuff. But... Yeah, that's me. Not a lot. Doing a few panels on the Titan and uh, getting rid of stuff. Perfect. Right. Nice. So are you, is your greetings list what you're going to bring? That's all painted. You're not so doing I've anything. Got, uh, I've got a defence line to do um, and I'm undecided to do that. I, it's intro- I got the defence line today, actually. I found somebody who was selling one on Heresy Trading and it's kind of like a kind of, I, it's got kind of like metallic banding around it, but then yeah. it's like concrete in the center i guess and i'd always yeah. kind of assumed that they were metal but they're not actually it's like slabs of concrete yeah it's, ro- it's rock crete in it or ferrocrete or whatever right they call it. yeah yeah and then it's reinforced with metal but i think that yeah I, the... I'm, I don't have the time or inclination to um uh to um kind of uh differentiate I, yeah exactly so i think it will just be either silver or probably gray i think might be quite gray is yeah i had one for um my solar orcs which i did in a in a gray and then weathered mm. um and then it, i didn't look very good but the other side of it so the the side that the guy is hide behind mm-hmm. there's a lot more metallic ribbing on yeah. that and there's like little panels and stuff you know little command panels and stuff for them to use and stuff yeah. so you could you could spend quite a time on it but just yeah this yeah. piece of scenery i i probably won't i think as well you know you could paint it legion colors right but you sure. but i suppose if you've got it'll just be standard armies, issue yeah, exactly that. Standard yeah. issue. Um, but I do have also um, two quad mortars to paint up um, mm. yet yeah, before February. But they are being printed by um, Peter Dunn. Yeah, Dunn oh. Patton. Dunn Patton yeah, Artillery. Yeah. Yeah. And they actually, are, they look pretty decent, actually. Yeah, they look very nice. Yeah, yeah the ones good. he's painted up are really good. He was going to paint me up three, uh, sorry, print me up three quad mortars for Crypto Cabin. Mm. Uh, the week before we went to that, he was he was going to YOLO it as sort of a hobby project, get it sent out on the Wednesday, so I could yeah. get it on the Thursday and paint it up ready for Saturday. It, it's well. absolutely nuts because uh, you know six months ago, I think I would have just been like, no, uh, there's no way I'm going to have three uh, D printed quad mortars in my uh, army. The quality of the prints are just not good enough. And mm. lo and behold, start of 2022, how far we've come with 3D printing. I mean, the stuff that Pete's doing, and he's fairly, you know, amateur, if you got it like... Definitely. You know, Definitely, yeah. Um, you know, is pretty outstanding. And, it's insane um, when you compare... If you imagine what he printed today... Yeah. So that, you know, for, for listeners at home who don't know Pete, because he's not blasting all over social media, he took parts of different models that were already existing kits that he'd paid for, 3D digital files and stuff, smashed them all together and made a sort of a Lexus Pollux looking iron warrior mm. that if it was a resin model, you'd have said that he'd done like a Jack level conversion on an Alexis Pollux to get it to yeah. look like that. Like the shield is just outstanding. The head, the fist, the cape looks like it's from a Baden just scaled down. It's yeah. a, it's, it's a really exceptionally detailed model with no yeah. print lines on it whatsoever. No. That, and that's the big thing for me. That I took Pete, that yeah. took peak what? I mean, let's charitably call it five hours to design yeah. and then however long it took him to print. And then there's Forge World out there who are putting print lines on him as things so bad you could use yeah. them as nail files. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's not comparable. It, it's pretty impressive. So I've got, um, I've got um, 
some quad mortars to paint up as well. But again, I was thinking about doing those um, actually in sort of like standard issue. I was thinking of painting them like sort of like metallic color and then just sort of putting them on, maybe not even putting them on bases, but perhaps putting on them on non in on nondescript bases and then swapping out the guys rather than swapping out the quad mortars. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a work in progress. I don't know if it will look too iron handsy, but um, uh, I suppose you could just have some generic Roman numerals or something like that on it, or kind of like one of the symbols for the elite units uh, yeah. on the front. And I think it could just be cool. a, a piece of artillery, same as a quad gun wouldn't be painted in legion colours. Exactly yeah, exactly you know? that. Yeah, and I think it's probably a cheap way to do it because you could probably you can just swap out kind of tactical marines um, and with one pointing perhaps. Um, and that would be a good way to kind of economize on quad uh, launchers. Because if you buy from Forge World, they're like over 30 quid a pop, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're really 30 quid expensive. 34 yeah. or something like that. So that, I thought that was a good economizing way of having them in multiple different armies, just buy a, you know, a 10 man tap plastic squad and then. I can have them for multiple armies. But. Yeah, definitely. Pretty well, cool. that'd be interesting to see. I, I mean, I don't like the sound of quad mortars are Aegis line, and then I'm sure <laughs> oh, the yeah, fucking yeah. triple Vindy yeah. and everything that's going to go behind it already. But, you know, okay, good. Good start. Yeah. Um, Will, you haven't done anything because you don't need to do anything, right? I'm ready to go, boys. I'm locked oh. and loaded. Going you have played powerful, powerful. You have played a game, though. I have played a game. I, pl I played a game last night, which was delicious. Was that, was, the, was that with the list, the list you are taking? No, so I just wanted to try some new little uh, tool toys right. out right. to get some battlefield data on them. Mm. Some data. So I even put it on Instagram. Specular rockets. Which you'd all be very proud of me. I'm learning oh, how to very well done, mate. internet tab things which is cool <laughs> so it was it was it, it was fun I, I had like a praetor with a with like 10 hussars um uh three arquitors with specular launchers three predators with melter cannons and some box dreads with a mortificator and um, you're a man you're a man who likes things in threes aren't you threes are the way yeah, yeah. yeah. i can get that third scorpius but, the original nice. triple threat yeah. yeah so yeah it was good the speculars the specular arquitas are absolutely off the chain i yeah they're very tall right? fathom how visually striking they are just because of the size of them just just a chunk and the missile system is quite it i don't know how to it is very 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 good i think the ability to hit multiple units and target a point and then essentially have four dice when rolling to armor pen is just ridiculous. It's, it's, What's the range on a what on on those? Tanks? It's only twenty four, and it's ah, and it's right. direct fire, and it's about halfway back on the vehicle, and the vehicle is about five inches long. Oh, yeah. So it's only really about twenty one inches, like right. firing range. Um, you have to get quite close, don't you? To your opponent, you do, you do. Um, but it's very interesting as well because we came up with a, a, a weird rules interaction. Because if you choose to target a point, mm. where do the sponsored weapons go? Because you're not targeting a unit. Oh, uh, right. So Cool. And it doesn't have machine spirit to... No. So yeah. I'd say, because you target... Oh, I, did, I don't even know where to go. I need to speak to someone about it. Probably speak to you boys. We'll we have a deep dive on it at one point. 
and uh, work out it's just, the fairest yeah, it's, thing. It's just a wonky, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a wonky rules interaction. And what I yeah. would say is that the fair way to say it is that sponsor weapons shoot at the closest unit around the that's point that I you've chosen. Yeah, it probably makes sense, doesn't it? So if, you, it, yeah. if, you're, if you're choosing a unit that's like a unit around a transport with another unit behind it, the sponsor weapons are going to shoot the closest unit yeah, to, yeah. That, to that point. Um, that's the gentleman's way to play it. Yeah. The other way to play it is just do it like a super heavy and just say, okay, they're going to shoot somewhere else. It's they're going to go there. I'm going to declare it now. Yeah, because yeah. you know? so, yeah, what you're giving, but what you're giving there, it there is basically machine spirit, isn't it? That's what, sure. that's what you're doing. Pseudo, yeah. Because yeah. 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 so, yeah. the, the, the main weapon's ordnance anyway, so they're going to be snap firing, but still, like, six auto cannons is still nothing to be sniffed at. Even uh, if right, oh, right. Yeah, of course, so, yeah. Um, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter so much then yeah no. I shot no. it three times and didn't lose any of the missile round didn't roll oh really didn't max roll shots up. on any of them which is very yeah. strange so that was but always the big thing when it came out because so. it was the first or second one to come out and everyone said you're just going to ro- you're just going to roll that turn one and never play it again exactly yeah, yeah um, but, but no I, I'm glad you got some data on it yeah I actually think they're probably the best anti-armor 13 uh anti-armor in the game just based on just how many dice you roll and how many guaranteed really hits good for taking out you get well. and stuff oh they're sensational well, like, you have to screen the screen them against your opponent being so close but at 24 inches or 21 inches even yeah so we're playing search and destroy so we're actually only 18 inches away so right, right even yeah. closer which worked yeah. was good and bad because it meant they got to fire turn one yeah but but because you can pick a point as well it's kind of elementary how far away you are to a degree because because you haven't got to actually be in range of the unit. You can just put it as close as you as close as you can. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then if and then if it hits or it scatters, it's still a seven inch template if you shoot like the big volley. So it's doing its um, big yeah, it's doing splash damage anyway, isn't it's very, it? So. It's very good. Very very fun, very interesting to see. Yeah, I'd it's a bit like old dwarf to, cannons. To try them as well, so Cause it's a bit like old dwarf cannons where if you've only got X amount of range, you just put it the furthest amount of range that you can, and then hope the cannonballs exactly yeah. artillery yeah. dice is so, an extra turn anyway. Yeah, cool. Okay, well but that's yeah. good. Good to use them. But Very no, fun game. So no hobby needed to be done because you're already you're set. To yeah, go. yeah. So I've just been slowly grinding out some more, assembling some more iron hands just in mm. preparation. Built some some sniper recon guys after the lovely Ian provided me with some three D printed. Are they, have you built them now? I don't, I don't think I've seen a whip whip of them yet. Yeah, I haven't taken any snaps in them actually. Okay. So, so and then some snaps. Some yeah. thalax as well to go with the uh, the head of the gorgon and some um, some cancelax. So I've got six five or six speeders to build, but I'm waiting on the magnets to start them and four more yeah. cancelax and some graviton support marines and then. And then, yeah. But that's a hefty that. lot. That's a hefty lot of additions for yeah. the Iron Hands. That should be yeah. the Iron Hands more or less ready, I think. Very more or less cool. finished for the time being, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Giles? Um, <clears throat> I've had several meltdowns this week about hobby. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and the quantity of stuff that must be prepared for, for greetings. Um, yeah. So the uh, to-do list currently sits at... 30 or so militia, of which three are Ogrins. Uh, finish a rhino, which I've done some basic airbrushing on. Assemble right. and paint a knight. Oh, wow. Assemble and, pa- and assemble one Medusa carriage and paint two. Paint a, Build and paint a Spartan. 
paint oh. three Jesterin and paint a Terminator Praetor to jeez. Oh, respect Rustana. So much to do. What was your what was your goal? Because when we recorded it was like uh, merely five days ago. But mm. you said like, oh ne- you know, hopefully next time I'll have had this done. What was your goal? So the goal was to have done the thirty militia. Right. And they will be done by tomorrow evening. I was hoping oh, to have done a little bit earlier. Perfect. But... That's I'm more that's absolutely more than fine. That's a really good leap forward, really. Yeah. 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 So that's the it's the bodies done. I think it's building the Spartan and the Knight will take time. Sure. Um, yeah. And <clears throat> I think if I'm focused, I can probably paint the night in a weekend. Assuming I'm yeah. too distracted. Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> and make use of masking fluid for the uh for any chipping uh, not chipping, sorry, um for doing the panels the trim. Um, oh to so airbrush the trim on. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, just gloss it. Liquid mask it. And uh fire over the airbrush. Um, I I think that's uh, a really interesting way to do that. Actually, I think that's probably if um, I were to do a a Titan, that's probably the way I'd go because I think you could probably shade it um, really nicely, the gold trim um, uh, with with the airbrush in a way that I think will look really really cool. Yeah, so I so I tried to hand do some night armor panels while ago as you may as long time listeners may remember and it was mind numbing and horrendous mm, yeah painting of, a hairy mm, brush. of course well, i did do my um I forgot what it's called what's the mechanicum knight called that isn't the, the shit one atropos so i air so i masked and airbrushed the the trim on that guy and it was much faster but i found i got this um little effect where there was a paint build up from the yeah uh, yeah when you when you, I did also, up, when you peeled it off yeah but i did also then remember that i'd undercoat re-undercoated that with a spray can with an aerosol which probably wasn't the wisest move yeah that's the issue so that was i think that was pretty fucking dumb yeah. um so i won't do that again um <laughs> so i think i don't think it'll be as bad and also on review of that night it's really not very noticeable because it's in the deepest crevices. And oh, okay. Not so bad. It's not so bad, but it's only because I know it's there that it stands out to me. I think if I'm gotcha, yeah. If I'm just it's kind of like some of the bits, some over. of the things on my scars. You know, you'd only really sort of notice them if I told you they were there. Exactly. So I yeah. think I think that will be the way if I'm going to get this done. Um, oh, and an Aegis. I need to find, purchase, and paint or print. Uh, and paint an Aegis. Everyone's that... running a fucking Aegis now. What's going on? You started uh, it. I know it's fucking horseshit. Like, <laughs> I don't want to play against Bullet them. I just bullshit. want to be the one using them. <laughs> you cheeky fuck. I feel. <laughs> I really feel like my list is bringing a gummy bear to a knife fight. Yeah. But then this is only what four four lists. It's a fairly small sample size. For all we know, everyone else is bringing... Everyone in the... Still, oh, everyone God. in the loyalist side is bringing Valdor and Janisha Kroll oh, as yeah. a pairing. Uh, together, together holding hands while yeah. jerking each other I think off. I think there's at least three people bringing Valdor and Janisha oh, Kroll. for fuck's sake. It's the multiverse. They can be in multiple places. Oh, my God. Can you it's not, imagine? It's not... It, it kind of is, but, like, loyalist Perturabo is out of question. Yes, <laughs> completely out. And seven yeah. man command squads were no, they're in Monday. They're in oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in once Dan Paul had spent a hundred and something pounds on a replacement unit and started work on them. Then he was told the original unit that he nearly binned 
yeah. allowed again. Anyway, um, hey good. Ho. Life goes that's on. a that's a good little that's a well. How you feeling about getting ready, getting that all done, Giles? Uh... Confident still. Eighty percent confident. Mm, I believe in you. Seventy percent confident. But you've got a redundancy backup plan. You know, if it gets to that Friday, Thursday evening, and you're yeah, like, "Fuck this!" I can just bring disaster, all to the I've very kindly had an offer to borrow an Aegis line. I've had an offer to borrow said Knight as well as Ian has mm, one in a similar, yeah. similar base. It's probably the worth doing. So I could do that. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to how much I can do on the weekends. Yeah. I think if I can power yeah. through like four or five plus hours. A on day. a Saturday and or a Sunday, then yeah. which is achievable, of course. Um, so, it might it might may well get done. Three weekends into it, so yeah. So I, I, relish, I relish the opportunity to sit down for like five or six hours at the weekend and just like listen to Audible and then just paint, paint, paint. That's like yeah. You know, I'm generally listening to whatever Frank has on TV behind, but uh, that's what it takes to. To sedate her enough to be able to do the painting, then that's new, new series of RuPaul's uh, Drag Race, mate. Oh, oh, I knew, I knew that was new coming. <laughs> yeah, fucking love coming. that. Yeah. Fucking Ru. We've that we've got Ru. that this Saturday as well. Where I've got JJ out, Ruby out, Laura's out, getting a tattoo for like six, seven hours. I, I might have Isla, but then literally she can just play Fortnite, and that's job done. And I'll get all the airbrushing I need done. Well, I'd get a painting the metallics, mate. That's the boring bit. But it's painting metallic. But I haven't got the mod. I haven't got the Cargan or the uh, Spartan to do. So I've got the Volkite squad, which haven't got the Volkites. I know. And uh, I know. Um, Pour, pourquoi? Oh well, yeah. Sorry. So I've built. They're actually I've built, lacking the guns, but they have. Yeah. The rest. So I've yeah, built. Yeah, yeah, I built it, the squad it. based off the Despoiler squad. Yeah, yeah. And I built a Herald because I found the bits, and um, knew that I had Volkite chargers because I've had them kicking around for ages. And then when John Askham sent me the plasma pred, he included a bunch of random shit in there, like ones, one fucking white scars, shoulder pad and stuff like that. Mm. But there were some Volkite charges in there. So I said, oh, no, I've got some. But then when I come to find them, I, f- I can't find them anywhere. And like Rob, I've done a little bit of clear out post Christmas where I put a lot of stuff on eBay and chucked, chucked a lot of rubbish that I just knew I was never going to use and things like that. And... Um, the Volkite charges have uh, have clearly been misplaced or are in the warp somewhere. So yeah, um, there'll be a there'll be a, a you know a, a, I have to buy some more. So but I've got the speeders to crack on with and the storms here. Once, um, we, once we finish up here, I'll rummage through. I'm sure I've got some charges from the immortals left over. And if, uh, if you have, then I'm let sure us know. I must yeah. have at least one or two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that, that's a start. So yeah, let us know yeah. and I'll post about. So I've got the speeders which are. They're done apart from the crew. Um, they're all yeah. they're all in there. They're all it's you know everything's airbrushed. The the red and everything is on. I just need to do the armor trim. You know the details on the crew, and then weather them mm. and base them. So they're about halfway done, I guess. Maybe sixty percent done. Um, good though. Yeah, they were a bit of a ball ache to do. Like each thruster, I kept separate to airbrush the red. And then mm. gloss that, mask that red, airbrush the back of it white, then put the rest of the speeder together, airbrush that all white, then put the thrusters on, then make sure the back of the thruster was white was the same as the front of the speeder's white, which uh, it sort of was. Yeah. And then gloss it all and then mask it up to put some white stripes on the red, because I wasn't going to do red stripes on the white this time, because I did that on the other speeders. Um 
then do red on all the weapons and then paint the weapons. The Volkite weapons are really because they're so detailed. Like a Volkite, a, Vol, a big Volkite gun is so detailed. I never know what color it should be. The ones yeah. on Forge World are just a color I don't even know. They're like a weird brownie gray all the way across. They look really good, but I can't ever figure it out. All the colors are mul- all the like cables are multicolored, and I mm-hmm. don't want I don't want that on a speeder. That would that look really it look like a Christmas tree on top of the because <laughs> the speed is on the the speed is the top weapon. So like the curve of the of the cables instead of hanging down, it actually looks like it's gone up and folded over. So if I, paint, if I painted them any funky colours, it would look like a Christmas tree on top of the speeder. So not going to do that. Um, but they're all done now. They're fine. We've had one mishap where, you know, I used the bike spokes drilled into the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. The One of the bike spokes I've done has um, like a fucked thread. Oh, oh dear. So I can't screw a uh, bike spoke in there. Can oh, no. So what? Yeah. So what I'm going to have to do is, I've I've made a base for it using a bike spoke, and then I've got a pretty rough file in my van. I'm just going to file that thread on the spoke completely down, so it's smooth enough to go in there, and then just glue it in. And fuck yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's a good that's, call. That's the way it's going to have to be. So, the, but but the bases are um are done and ready to go. It's just um the 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 oiling, which doesn't take too long on a speeder because I don't do too much on there. To be yeah, fair, yeah. Um. But I, I realistically, I should have. I really want them done before the Cargan and or the Spartan arrive. Yeah. Um, because I don't want to have too much sort of racking up. So I want to be able to like finish the speeders and put them on the shelf. Finish the Stormseer. I've sort of got decision paralysis with him on what color that skirt should be. I think it should just be leather brown uh, rather than make it red or any anything fancy. Um. So that's that need fi- that needs finishing as well, and then. If I can get them done, it's just the easy Volkite squad, which is easy. You know, that's that's literally an evening's work to finish that, really. Um, the Spartan and the Cargan. Spartan's two days for me, I think, in the easy sort of tank scheme that I've got now. That's not including assembling it, though, because that's a bit of a ball lake. And then the Cargan. Oh, the Cargan. Yeah, so hopefully that won't be too bad. I've... I've spent a lot of time pouring over the pictures of the painted cargo to sort of be like, right, well, I'm not going to be able to achieve that. Yeah. So let's look at what I can achieve. Okay, well, I don't really understand what colours they are. So let's see what colours I would put in there and use sort of techniques I've learned over the years and help from Rob and things like that. Like I, I know that the Forge World one is obviously a pristine white. If I had a pristine white cargo in my list, it would look a bit weird because everything's so weathered. So he's probably going to have to have some chipping and streaking on his legs or something just to keep him in. Well, that's fine. In you theme, could, you could controversially mm. see who does this because in because his armor, I, don't, I could spend an hour talking about him. I reckon, but like with his armor, I almost see it as a um, almost like a heavy war plate rather than some of the um, uh, sort 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 of the thinner more regal style that we might see from sanguinius but we've seen in the artwork yeah so i can it's really not as skin him, tight yeah i can really imagine him donning that when he is attacking um uh, is it Lionsgate? is that the one that he yeah yeah um yeah. but i i think that there's a lot of um uh, room to maneuver on that particular model with painting it gold um so rather than having the the um the plates white it would just be gold which would simulate the look on lots of the artwork that we've seen previously sure. um, and it's ornate enough i think that you with it being gold i mean there's not too many flat panels on it 
Um, and I think that that would also be quite a quick way to um, to to do it. You know, you can wet yeah. blend it or do it with an airbrush or whatever, um, and not have to worry about streaking or things like that because it would just be you know it would just be the, the gold yeah. focus on, and then the the details from there. But I'd be interested to see how many people do do it in complete cold because that's what I probably think about kind of think about doing. Um, partly because a bit of a time saver, really. I think really. And um, uh, I think I think if I was proficient, if I was proficient in painting gold, that would mm-hmm. definitely be the way. But the white recipe that I have, because it's literally two Tamiya paints, yeah, and it does get quite a good coverage, quite a good effect at the end of it. That yeah. I, I, I can great. I can I, I can get that white, white. Yeah, I, th- well, I think I could get that white done in under two minutes. Yeah. You know, from from a bare resin model, I could undercoat it grey, white, white again, in in under two minutes. I could yeah. I could have a poo and it would be done. Yeah. In I, the think the thing, I think the thing if if you need to do it quick, right? That, this is the big thing, right? Which is that if you paint it white, airbrush it white, you've then got to pick out a everything. Lot of- of details around the white armor like if you actually look at it it's probably i'm looking at it now like mm. the white armor front on is probably like an eight the total kind of like area of yeah it's him <clears throat> whereas if you paint it depends gold, how many parts he comes in yeah i think that's i think that's definitely you know because as, as, as you're you know i'm not He's i'm not adverse. got a magnetic waist so you can magnetize him <laughs> to his jets that is nonsense yeah. that is nonsense that's a lie he's definitely got For so, his base, like, you mean, that is yeah. definitely what's happening yeah when you if you stuff. think about his as i'm looking at it again now robin if you if you're watch if, if you're listening to this and you're not driving or whatever then grab a picture of it as well his legs are a fit are 50 percent white mm. and 50 percent other shit yeah. So fifty percent white, fifty percent gold, furs, yeah. reds, browns, leathers, and all the rest of it. Yeah. His top half is like five percent white. It's barely at all, is it? Yeah. yeah it's really it's elbow white. it's elbow joints and collar seal. Yeah. Right. Everything else is not white, um, and that probably means Rob that what I would do is I would airbrush. I'm hoping that his dick flag mm-hmm. is a separate piece. It looks mm-hmm. like it is. The most important and, is- and it looks, model. Yeah. yeah, and it looks like it's it's probably got that little kite shield thing at the front, and then the dick flag behind it as one separate piece, which is easy enough for me to mask an airbrush. Yeah. And then and then the torso and the cape, I can and his gloves, I can sort of airbrush in, independently and get them looking okay. And then and then assemble the model. So then the only thing I've got to brush paint, which is a majority, is that gold. Yeah. But then, if I'm, bro- I, I'm, I'm much, you know, if I if I started at decayed metal and work my way up with a sort mm-hmm. of a Reichland flesh shade like they've got mm-hmm. on there um, to give it some warmth, um, I think I'm off to a good start there. Um, the teal, if you're still looking at it, Rob, the teal mm-hmm. on like those little um, tassels, yeah, I love that, you know, and I'd yeah. like to be able to use that some more maybe i'm not sure where but um you know i really like that um obviously his head is just going to be a nightmare but you know i'm going to have to give it a go um but yeah i think uh, i think hope I, well we know that the legs and the torso are separate pieces because there's a there's a picture somewhere isn't it? i don't know whatever there is but um hopefully that's a, hopefully they're separate pieces and that and that way i can airbrush them differently most some most primarchs are just one piece two arms and a cape right so we'll see mm-hmm. pretty much yeah 
Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how many different pieces he comes in. Um, it's a great model, though. Great model. Yeah, he's going to look. Model. I've just realised as well. I've got Goratai Khan to do when the when the order arrives. So um, you, he's on a. Some. You've got a lot it's to not. Do. It's not the. It's not actually the end of the world. The the the, the two biggest things I need to get out of the way are the the Volkite squad and the the Spartan. Because if it gets like like Giles, if it gets to Thursday, and I, my Khan is not good enough and not ready enough, I'll bring my Leviathan. Mm-hmm. I literally just swap them out, yeah, um, and I won't bring the Khan for the event. I don't want to ruin him or rush the model, you know. Um, and I'll bring the Leviathan. But if if he is if he is ready, then oh baby, send him all the way. Yeah, oh, it's on. I don't think my Leviathan is going to take out the Warmaster though. <laughs> yeah, might be a this, tough one. This that's a big ask. It's got a severing cut. He might do. It's <laughs> true. I have I, I took out Fulgrim when the Vithans first came out with Severin Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. powerful! Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty good. I phosphexed all of his Phoenix Guard Terminators and then snipped him up. As yeah. is the way, because <laughs> he can't. Because he, does he get in a challenge? Does he get in a three up in a challenge? Is it's that just combat? Oh, uh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 But he, uh, if you can't make three ups, you're yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. The the guy in question was uh, he's a local guy, Lee Spence, and um, yeah, he went really hard on a full. Cacophony army before Cacop before the third before that right of war came out I think yeah he went really really hard on it and then played a few games and got his dick smashed in and sold yeah, the whole well, lot yeah I'm not surprised if he wasn't running the right of war no no I think it was before the right of war came out yeah um right so that's what we've all been up to and it's pretty dominated by greetings progress hugely which it's it's going to yep. be post greetings. Obviously, there's a smattering of events. I've got a pretty clear February and March because I'm a busy boy, but um, I'm sure there's lots of other events which are going to keep us on our toes. Yeah, boy. And, we, uh, we've got a little uh, day of gaming as well. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yep. Yeah. Um, if it comes to it, we can always push that back if you if you boys have got painting stuff to do. so. Well, it depends. It depends on yeah, painting stuff, yeah. really, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it'd be good to get the list going, though, to give it a few, of course, a few yeah, trial yeah. attempts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so why don't we go straight into Rob's list? Oh, yes. I think that's those juicy okay. details. Mm. Mm. Are you ready for this? I'm gonna. This is gonna be an sumptuous and scrumptious. A point by point um, account of the list, and I'd be interested. Have you prepared a PowerPoint? I'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'd be, um, I'd be, I, I want to get a tactical, your tactical thoughts on uh, within the list and how it will um, synergize with one another as well. Let me just bring it up. Well, we don't need to do that too heavily on the, you know, the triple Laz Vindies and the double Scorpius and mm. the Aegis line and things. the yeah, quad yeah, waters yeah. and. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Right. So I am, uh, I'm running uh, Sons of Horus, yeah. uh, the Warmaster Zone. Uh, Jar- 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 <laughs> I love it when you really say well it. about that one. Um, but I will say that about the Sons of Horus. So the Sons of Horus was one of my kind of, I think it was my second army. Um, and I uh, took them to 30k Brawl, which was like years and years ago. They ran those guys who run 40k Brawl, um, ran some 30k tournaments, and um, I won the tournament with the Sons of Hor- Horus list, actually. Wow. Um, and uh, it's not the same list at all, um, but it's got some of the same kind of components. Um, but I've always considered them to be one of the best 
legions. Yeah. Um, and I think that if Horace is in there, I think that they just they they make them just so powerful. Um, so I'm going to start with him and I'm going to go through some rules with you about why I've chosen him because later on in the list when I'm discussing things, you'll need to know the rules for Horace. Um, yes. For why I've chosen certain things and why I... Divulge me his secrets. Yeah. So um, Horace uh, is obviously a Lord of War, but he'll be the Warlord for um, uh, for my 3,250-point list. Um, the key rules for him and what makes him really, really good. So uh, any unit... Uh, part of a force containing Horus placed in reserve gains the outflank rule. So that's really good. And I'll talk about that a little bit later. So yeah, so any unit part of a force containing Horus placed in the reserve gains the outflank rule, which means that anything, you know, that's in reserve on that list, be it a flyer or whatever that can outflank, which even just just a rhino of dudes. Yeah. It could, could be something as simple as that. Um, but it could also be triple vindicator laser. <laughs> um, They're not going to outflank. They're behind an Aegis line. Well, yeah, maybe. But with that rule, I think the outflanking uh, vindicator laser destroyers will just be so powerful. Like, yeah, so good. Um, the other one is that um, he gives plus one leadership to um, all the sons of Horus, kind of, well, all the legionaries of Starty sons of Horus within the force. So um, the. Um, just there in which I'm running as troop choices, they are um, leadership nine as is, but they get bumped to leadership 10 as a result of that. And then on top of that, they come with stubborn as well. So they synergize really, really nicely and they're going to be pretty hard to shift from any combat. So yeah. I, I did kind of initially kind of go, well, maybe I, I should take Ezekiel Abaddon because he provides, you know, the Justarian or a Justarian unit with Fearless because he has it. But actually, I think that you know they've got stubborn and leadership ten, so they're 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 unlikely to run, um, you know, unless you roll, yeah, really, really well, I guess. Um, and then the other one is that you can seize the initiative with him on four plus, which is just an awesome, really handy. Yeah, really, really well. Um, so I'll go to the HQs and I'll start at the HQs. So I'm going to be taking uh, Malagus, the Twisted. So good. Um, as um, one of my HQ uh, slots. He's ace. Uh, he Because he's got a Legion banner, um, he um, uh, gives Fearless to a unit. Um, and I think that that makes him really, really good for 140 points. Like he's got a few other... Um, basically two rights of war and one as well yeah yeah he does become scoring himself if you take him um as the warlord but obviously he's not being taken as the warlord so um, right you're taking him largely for the fact that um he takes fearless he does unlock uh veteran tactical squads and reaver squads not that i'm taking any of those like horace does 50 percent of that by unlocking veteran squads um but that's quite versatile, I think, and I think that's really good for a Sons of Horus force. The the good thing about Malagus, I think, um, or rather one of the negatives of Malagus is that you don't want to put you don't want to put him with a unit that has to run, can't run, and he can't sweep. So either putting him with cataphracty terminators or something that's going to remain stationary is probably the best thing to do really because he can't run he can't sweep and he'll stop a unit from running and sweeping as well so my initial thought had been to put him with a squad of cataphracty uh, legion terminators because um they wouldn't which kind of ne- negate his yeah 
kind of you know takes away the drawbacks and vice yeah. versa. Um, but actually, on reflection, I think that he would probably be better with the um, quad uh, mortars in the backfield, and that gives them fearless, and they can go and cover. And I think that 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 is there's no worry about them kind of. Um, either being swept or um, being shot off the board and then kind of running away. Because that's, if you've got those guys running away, it's just so, it's such a nuisance. Um, the moment they can, they drop 25% um, uh, of models, it's just really, yeah. Crazy. They fall back and the guns are gone. And See, that's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. Having, yeah. having him um, with that unit is really useful. And actually, in that tournament that I talked about at 30k Brawl, that was uh, exactly what I did. I had two laser destroyers and kept them in the backfield with Malagurst. Yeah. And that was a really kind of effective way to make sure that they were just constantly firing all the, all the of course, time. Yeah. One thing um, to point out, though, Rob, as well, yeah. the Legion banner gives a six-inch fearless aura. Ah, so. right. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah. actually, ah, that's actually really useful. Yeah. So If you had more, mm. you could like have them together. It's what makes the bike... Sorry, oh, I just defer to bikes immediately when I talk about command squads. <laughs> it's what makes the banner on the command squad so good because it's not just the command squad itself, it's people surrounding him. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, just the, anything that gives fearless, I think, is just it's brilliant. Yeah, really, really good. And um, the fact I that he's like an independent character, yeah, he yeah. can join whichever unit you need. Exactly it's right. Yeah. Absolutely sensational. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I had kind of toyed with taking a right of war within this list. And the only one I think I'd feasibly take is the long March right of war because of the buffs it gives around uh, terminators becoming um, non-compulsory troops choices, but mainly for the buffs that it gives in the particular starting area. So having a unit with relentless in the, in your deployment zone. So having quad mortars with relentless, is is actually really really useful of course um and uh but actually looking at the rules of that right of war um you can't um there's a reason why i couldn't take it i can't remember uh now exactly why i can't take it but oh it's because i'm taking a um fortification and it doesn't allow oh. allies or fortifications with them. Cool. so okay. um it's a really good it's a really good right of war and i think a go-to right of war if you're taking sons of forest yeah um, later in the um, so is the is the Aegis line more important than the the buff you'd get from the right of war? So, yeah, so I think that because I've maxed out on as many units as I can do, and yeah. I haven't provided things like extra armor to particular units and things like that, I think that the Aegis I think will be an important kind of um, element to the list, and I think yeah. it be flexibility around where you place um uh, where you kind of set up the other thing is that you can you know you can put the quad mortars behind the Aegis defense line without worrying about you know putting it on top of a building or putting it sure you know, I just yeah think it provides a little bit of flexibility for 50 points i think it's really good and actually oh, from it's brilliant, yeah. or 20 points you could give it a um the ammo dump and um, and put the quad mortars next to the ammo dump, and I think that would probably be quite a good use of it because yeah. they, they're not twin linked. Uh, they do have Sunder, but they're not twin linked. So rerolling the ones, I think, would, you know, that that would be quite good if I if I had a spare twenty points or whatever it costs for for that. Um, the next one on the um, uh, the HQ is a warmonger. So I've not run a warmonger before, um, and Giles will know kind of I. I, I really like to think about like points efficiency when I run my list. Like I try to be as efficient with points as possible. And I try to make each unit have a, 
particular purpose. I don't like units being kind of jacks of all trades. I, I think it's just got to have one focus, one purpose. And so I toyed a lot with the idea of taking Abaddon. And I think that he does provide some good elements. Like the Fearless is really good. The Weapon School 7 is really ace. And he also allows um, a, an attached unit of um, Justerian or Terminators um, to Deep Strike, which is really powerful in that game because you're not limited by Orbital Assault or anything like that. He just allows yeah. you to unlock yeah. it. And right. you, can take, you can make a bigger squad. It doesn't have yeah. to be five in a land raider or whatever. You, know? yeah, you can take yeah. as big a squad as you need, yeah. We roll the, for him because he's in the force. With that unit he deep strikes with, you can re-roll the deep strike mishap, so it's less oh, likely wow. that something yeah. would, could, would go wrong. Um, because I've got no nuncio boxes within the the list, so you know this it's always going to be a risk if you deep strike. I then kind of like looked at the warmonger in comparison. So Abaddon comes with a with a four up from the cataphracty plate. A warmonger just comes with a four up that you get that you get from him i yeah. think from what i remember he also comes with digital weapons as well um and um so and he allows any attached unit to deep strike so he actually has quite you know some key things that you would take abaddon for um already and he unlocks them at a much cheaper you know it's much cheaper to take him than it is yeah. to take Abaddon. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. I think points efficiency-wise, I think that actually on balance, I'd probably go for the Warmonger with a smaller Just Daring squad um, than I would with Abaddon, either with a smaller or slightly larger Just Daring squad. And you can equip him differently. Exactly, yeah. And that's interesting as well, because initially I'd kind of go, I'd kind of gone, okay, well, I'll, I'll do a power-armoured um uh, power armor dude uh, with, and I'll have a two up from the artificer armor that I'll give him, and um, and then he comes with a with a four up in bun and digi weapons, and actually like that in itself is just quite a good setup. But then you've got to consider that although he's got artificer armor, um, he can't because he's with just there and he can't run. So that is also another factor. It's kind of like, well, why would I give him power armor? Then um, what I kind of had failed to realise or I kind of forget, which is that if you're a Centurion in power armour, your weapons like Power Fist cost way more than they do with Terminator armour. Oh, really? Yeah. So like mm. with a Terminator armoured console, a Power Fist is like five points, whereas a, with a with a power armored console, it's like twenty or twenty five. Because points. you don't actually have to pay for power armor. No, and that's the and that's the the thing. Like when and I think when you're considering your warmonger and what to equip him with, you've got this kind of a, you've got a bit of a, a struggle, which is that you can you can leverage the two up four up just with power armor, which is really good, but pay more for your weapons. Or you can go, okay, I'm just going to bang him in cataphracty armor. He would get a four up anyway from the cataphracty armor, but it's going to be slightly cheaper to buy a thunder hammer for him for 10 points or a chain fist for 10 points, which, Ooh, which, which you can't get juicy. And, and that's yeah. it. Like you, um, I think it slightly works out about five points or 10 points more if you put him in cataphracty armor, but you can upgrade him with a cheaper weapon if that makes sense the same weapon but it becomes cheaper so uh, you know I, I really kind of agonized over that one but i went for a um cataphracty armored chain fist uh warmonger um because i think that that probably is like the best at economizing the points and it only came out 140 points and he's got you know deep strike very respectable two up four up fist and digi weapons as well so on the attacker he'll have five um 
uh, five attacks on the charge with a chain fist, which I think is probably like the best bang for your buck for him, really. Yeah. You see, you see how much I agonised over it. and um... How much cheaper than that is, um, is Abaddon? You know, so what's Abaddon, like 200? 215. He's quite expensive. Yeah, it's quite Abaddon a lot. Abaddon is upsettingly rubbish. Yeah, I think... Yeah. Uh, He's got a power sword, is that right? Yeah, you can give him a power fist. Yeah. You can give him a a bolt, like a combi bolter, um, uh, if you want, or um, the power sword. Right. But they don't, they're not both like, because they're not specialists, so you don't gain a plus one for the power sword. It's just for taking out mooks, basically, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, a warmongerous, when, when that came out, you know, when the entry came out, everyone just everyone said, you know, that's just your demi Abaddon. Yeah, that's it. it, it's, it? A, it's, yeah. A way, it's a way to make a better Abaddon model, uh, that, and that's it. It's it really because for for the for the points that you save, you know, it's a one and a half just staring basically, and you're yeah. just like, well, I'd rather have a warmonger and plus one and a half just staring over Ezekiel Abaddon because, like, they they will just be able to dish out more pain than just the, the the one dude um so yeah um the elite so i i really rate the quartus um uh, dreadnought um i don't rate it when you're getting shot in the back by bolters but um <laughs> uh, but, um i i really rate it as a as a cheap kind of anti-tank um uh, unit I, I've not had much success with the Cortus against kind of just like normal dudes. Like you do get a lot of attacks because you can uh, soup it up because of the rage. But I find that giving it a chain fist and then just trying to hair it up to the board as you go um, at 145 points a piece is, is for me like the most efficient way to do it. So I'm taking two Contemptor Cortuses. And I'll always be trying to show my front armor to 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 the opponent rather than side or rear because you don't get the invon on that one. Um, and then I've taken two quad uh, quad launchers with the shatter shells, um, and then I've taken in the elite slot a terminator squad. So that terminator squad stands at an eight man terminator squad, <clears throat> so it's Beefy. quite big, and it's going. It's riding with uh, in a Spartan with all the um, uh, with all the with all the upgrades that you can imagine. Um, but this Terminator squad, I wanted like a particular job in mind for that, which is uh, hunting um, uh, power armored units. So I've got a couple of lightning claws in there. I've got two power fists and then some power axes. But they're I I don't think they go toe to toe too much with other Terminator armored units. But I specifically want them to go and hunt down. Uh, tactical squads and things like that, and so they've Mooks. got some mobility moves basically get things off um, uh, get things off objectives and be really aggressive with those, but only against power armored um, uh, kind of units. I wouldn't, I'm not going to use those in a Death Star kind of competition. Um, I think that they just wouldn't come out well. But I think use the lightning claws in particular because I think that they are an underrated weapon. But against, you know, if you use them right, I think they can... Particularly considering that squad will probably outnumber, so they'll get the extra attack. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, that's always uh, true. Yeah, Sons of Horus, um, uh, Lightning Clawed, equipped uh, Terminator, um, I think, you know, really, really powerful, considering you've got that extra attack uh, just before 
should run. Um, so I've got two Just Aaron, uh units, and they're filling my compulsory troops choices. <laughs> so oh. I've got um, a one smaller one, uh, which will go with a Warmonger. And the reason why I, I could have had um, two squads of six, um, but I think because I can't rely on the scatter for... Um, uh, for the warmonger um you know there's always a potential he's going to get lots you know into a building and then you know <laughs> mishap you know yeah. um i think it's slightly better probably to play it safer and just go for a smaller unit i've got um a chain fist a couple of power fists and then the um power axes that they come with as well power axes are pretty good with them though i think they come with furious charge is that they right do. they yeah, do indeed so- their strength, um, strength six on the charge, which means they're still wounding on twos. Uh, not quite as good as a power fist because of the instant death, but um, the 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 axes with um, the just there in a, are still really good. Do they get another attack at initiative one again? Yeah, with so fighters, it, not not with that not with that build because it has to be anything. So anything initiative two or above. Right, right, right. So in initiative one. Don't yield an extra initiative one exactly attack. Right. They yeah. do not. No, exactly. Yeah. Mm. So, like the Reavers with chain axes, so um, good. They're really good because they get you know an additional attack on uh, on on top of that. Veterans would be really good for leveraging that rule, but Terminators, I think, uh, wouldn't so much unless they've got the the um, the lightning claws and that. They're just they win are good enough. They don't need an extra. Yeah, attack. exactly right. Yeah, they're 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 really powerful. Two wins apiece as well. They're, they're really yeah. Um, the next uh, just Aaron squad is a big squad, so it's a seven man. Um, just Aaron squad, and that Ooh. one's going to be deep striking with um, uh, Leap Cow. Um, just because <laughs> when you can choose when you deep strike um, with him after or from turn two onwards, and you don't scatter when you deep strike with him, so it can be really, um, you know, precise. I guess the other thing that I might consider is maybe dropping a, a Just Aaron and adding things like combi weapons into that unit. That's always a possibility because having a deep striking plasma unit exactly where you want it um it's just so powerful i mean you know deep striking yeah. next to korak right next to him in his face and then just hosing him down with plasma is something that i've done against lee before and because <laughs> he's got that thing where um you, you, you have to shoot, the you? unit otherwise you have to snap shoot if you just deep strike next to him it, it's just it is just so good you know and i think that that gives you some flexibility so i'll play around with that idea but at the moment i've gone for the additional just there in rather the combi weapons and hoping that they'll survive a turn but i think yeah maybe the combi weapons might be um more advantageous i think um do you have any concern about with the deep striking about being not being able to run in cataphracty yeah so i being in a big pie plate shaped yeah yeah the that I, that I think is the benefit <laughs> of the the just staring. So with the the Horus and the just staring, I don't worry about that too much because you can deep strike within an inch and not scatter, and then your opponent has to make a decision about going. Okay, well, do yeah, I want danger the close? It, exactly, it's danger close. That's why I've kept the Warmonger squad smaller uh, because I think there is a risk of a, a risk mm, of that some happening. risk management. Yeah, exactly. But what I, you know, you hope that the what I'm kind of hoping with this list, the Spartan with the Terminators in is almost the way that you can be super aggressive with it. So your opponent has to deal with that. And then lo and behold, you've then got five just there and a warmonger kind of deep striking in. Um, and, um, you know, there's too many things to kind of deal with. And then the other thing about the war, 
hearing um, is that they reroll ones on the reserve. So any Sons Legiones, Astartes, um, when coming in from reserve, reroll, uh, reroll ones. So you know it would fail onto two, right? So that's pretty good odds that it will it will come in. Um, and then in terms of the heavy, so I've gone for the uh, for for Bill's classic here, which is um, <laughs> for the three Vindicator um, laser destroyers, and then the two two whirlwind Scorpiuses. Try and test it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I would be interested to get your thoughts about this actually. But when I was looking before I came on, I was kind of reading Horace's rules and being like, man. I actually think there's a lot of leverage just having the whirlwind Scorpiuses behind the Aegis with the um, uh, with the quad mortars, um, the quad mortars, because the Aegis defense, yeah, the Aegis defense line isn't limitless. You know, it's not. You know, it doesn't go on for miles and miles and miles. You know, you've got, you're not. You fucking feels like it sometimes. Yeah. There <laughs> are a few nuances to it as well, though, Rob, that a lot of people aren't aware of. Oh, here yeah. we go. Yeah, because. In seventh edition, when Stronghold Assault, I think it was, was yeah. a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was reworked to be a. You had to form it in a continuous line. Right, but it's actually changed in the in the AOD rulebook to be one piece must must touch another piece. Right, so you can split it up. Yeah, so Ooh. you can essentially you, make you can split like, it up. Yeah, you can make three or four little exactly yeah, um, yeah. little things. So you can have like a long piece. With two small pieces either side to make like a a trapezoid bunker, yeah. And you can yeah. have two or three of them. So right. how? Does, what's the? So what does the new rule say? It has. It doesn't have to. Touch, each basically. each piece must be in contact with another piece of the Aegis yeah, defense yeah. line. Oh, so it has so as long as it's minimum pairs, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be a continuous line anymore. When you charge someone so, through cover, is that you only get one minus two, don't you? Yes. So yeah, there like used to be rib so, them for your pleasure and acquire like a minus no, six charge no. on someone. No, that would be. They, they used to happen with. Um, there used to be a thing. I don't know which edition it was where you would you would do that. So you would put up like tank because tra- you can buy tank traps for the Aegis defense line as a, as a. Yeah, yeah. You can indeed as yeah, an upgrade. Yeah. So people would put an Aegis out, tank traps behind it. And then tank or traps even in front of it, yeah. from yeah. another Aegis. So you'd have Aegis, tank traps, tank traps, Aegis. Yeah. And then there was some addition where God could use that to some boon and it was just bullshit. And just no one would charge over it. Everyone would just shoot you. Vehicles couldn't go through it. So yeah, because so yeah, ta- yeah. ta- if you take... Because tank traps are actually insane. Yeah, they're really and good. If, and yeah. if, you t- yeah. if, you, if you play on a board that's even, even medium packed with ruins... Tank traps are fucking stupid. Yeah, well, they just become impossible terrain for any vehicle. So. Yeah, so you're sparse, you know, which is yeah, just yeah. retarded. Yeah. If you, and, and tank traps, tank traps are are supposed to be modelled on tiny little. They, I think they had a um, a reference to them. They were tiny little pyramid, but with a flat top, so trapezoid yeah. things, yeah. like yeah. dragon teeth types and stuff. Yeah, yeah, sort of yeah. things that were like they would put them in. They were only about I don't know an inch square and long, but there were maybe ten of them. And then you'd put them down on a road and then you'd just be like, right, well, your, your land raider full of corn berserkers now can't charge down this. Physically cannot go yeah, through this wall. It's yeah. actually impossible terrain. And that's yeah. where that's all of my rule, shit is. Is that still the rule? Yeah, man. Yeah. Let's, um, no, that's pretty good. Uh, my rule book isn't here. Fuck it. But um, yeah, mine's in the cupboard. 
if if Jimmy tank traps is if tank traps is still the same thing, that's all it was. Yeah, it just made you just put it in and it's made impassable terrain. You and you had to be an inch around it. So if you had them in a little cluster, you meant that it meant that because it was impassable terrain, you couldn't you couldn't go over them with a dangerous terrain. It just meant you had to go around. So you protect your squishy innard of a gun line. Mm. In in but if you're playing open field, you just drive around it. But if you're playing in a in a ruin and you can just put the Spartans, you know, you can put it in the roadways. Yeah, so tank tracks are impassable terrain to non-skimmer vehicles, yeah. and dangerous terrain for bikes, open ground to all others. Let's get a four-up cover save. Right. That's actually pretty good, although it's so tiny, is there? I mean, you're not going to get a hit, you know. I think the problem I mean, here is, though, I don't think it's specified how big it has to be. Oh, right. You could model your own yeah. uh, tank traps. That's really interesting. Two-foot-long yeah, tank traps. It is really interesting that you don't see too much um, uh, fortifications in 40K. Like, you, I think the the two that I've seen are the Aegis and, the and, then that, um, and the Bunker, that's right, where your yeah. Imperial Fists or Iron Havocs go into it. <laughs> the um, Sun Killers. The one, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. That's, that's an age-old one, I think, the bunker. Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Is it front? Is like front armor fifteen though? It's nuts, isn't it, or something? Or is it front? Yeah, armor Yeah, it's, it's tiny. It's like it's like a tiny bunkered rhino that doesn't move. Yeah. But the, the front fourteen armor, all round. The front three yeah, point, it's, it's, But it's yeah. fucking dense. We can't. Um, Kier Valen, I think, can give it plus one. I think. He to, can. Uh, he can. Armor, yeah. Yeah. But I think there's, there was an interaction somewhere where like Perturabo can destroy it. Right. Okay, okay. And there was there was a years ago there was an Eye of Horus bat rep where they sort of were going through their events and he Percy Rabo came down and just with his wrist mounted fucking mega cannons just was like and just blew up this bunker and killed a load of the geezers inside it. Interesting. Um, <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, back to the back that was to a serious so, sidetrack. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> the the ages I think will be interesting. I think my kind of having a look at the the rules and I think I'd need to kind of like mull it over that you could do the two whirlwinds behind it because the the range on them is like 48 isn't it for the um for the scorpius launcher yeah it is um so it's you know it's quite far and it's barrage right you don't need line of sight to um, it is barrage um and then um kind of putting the quads behind the Aegis as well. And you could split that Aegis up in two and actually that would give you a bit more flexibility. And then having the Vindicators um, uh, outflanking, I think could be really, really dangerous and really, really powerful. Even moving and then just getting the one shot, um, I think in rear armor could be good, but I can see the benefit of putting it behind an Aegis because if you and kind of supercharge it right so they get three shots a piece yeah. um, which is i suppose the, the the benefit of it well you'll know this one if it's got because i i thought the rule said specifically if it doesn't move then it can kind of supercharge but does the machine spirit negate that or is it just a flat if it doesn't move then it can no nah, yeah it's just if it doesn't move it can shoot twice and yeah. then you can overcharge for a third shot if you want to as well. Yeah, but I will say as well, I've played oh, I've played quite a few games with that heavy support loadout now, mm. and I've played I played it in a few instances where not necessarily they've been deployed bad, but terrain has really affected their line yeah. of sight and their yeah. ability to to actually be worthy of their points. Yeah. So because it's a big it's a big point sink for them, right? sink. Yeah, yeah, it's like 500 like, points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the Scorpius and the defense line as well. Yeah, yeah, that's but it. Yeah. What I've also found is not to be hesitant if you need to just if you, if you just need to just in lieu of shooting one turn, yeah. just just redeploy 
all all five vehicles 18 yeah. inches yeah um, yeah yeah so yeah. I, so i can see where you're coming from with um having them out flank yeah because then you could really you, well yeah like if you, if you catch like someone's dug in super heavy or yeah. yada 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 yeah then they have to well, if you can deal with into it. the side or rear of someone yeah, else's yeah. triple laser vindicator to score a score yeah, 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 yeah it's true yeah, yeah, yeah it's true yeah. but yeah. then horace is coming down and being like you also have to deal with me now boys yeah, yeah right and yeah, yeah. what i found as well is those like five tanks as my heavy support made my firebase but yeah. you having the quads the spartan with the terminators mm-hmm. and the two contemptors yeah. and and the two scorpuses as well yeah. That's a really strong firebase to yeah, kind of work, as, work as it, from right. as it is. Yeah, so. yeah. That's and and the yeah. contempt. If you do, if you take your eye off the contemptors, like if it, if it was me, and obviously we are going to play, mm. and um, if I take my eye off those contemptors for one second, yeah, they'll yeah. they'll they'll rip they'll rip my entire land raider force open like exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. You've got to you've got to deal with it, and and they're not as a talent as well. I mean, if I could split the quads up, you know, I would, right? Because sure. um, I think having more things to shoot at for uh, people is uh, better tactically um, than kind of like com- combine. I know yeah. that people combine. It avoids quads. flukes, right? Yeah, it avoids exactly. Flukes, but, yeah. You know, and knowing now that Malagurst has. Um, a, a bubble. six inch bubble yeah that i mean that's even better right because it's still extensive and they can be two separate ones but mm. it's um it's it's a list that i thought really carefully about and it was the list in my head that i would be kind of playing that kind of setup um uh for 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 um quite some time but like lots of the legion that suffers from is that if you remove Horus from it it becomes a much much weaker list for it um and that Horus is really the linchpin of everything that happened yeah. and he, the the other thing is that he's one of the only primarchs along with um uh Malagurst, who i think that not Malagurst, um magnus who can make a deep striking primarch actually work well in a tabletop game, like in, in Horus Heresy. I, I mean, I'm sure that there are others like Perturaba who can deep strike, uh, I think, mm. the unit, can't he? Yep. Um, but I, I found that um, Horus can do it, but do it better than all the others. And Matt yeah, can do I completely it, agree. Do it better than all the others as well with the, with the right, um, which is why I don't think you need to put Horus in a Spartan which would be the total temptation, right? Which is you just Death yeah, Star yeah. it up. And yeah. put it in. But actually, with this way, you've almost got two Death Stars, I guess two smaller ones, and two things that you've got to deal with. Otherwise, they'll ruin your day, which is the, yeah. the, the point of this. I think you've also got the flexibility as well. Um, mm-hmm. of Like, Horus can definitely join the squ- those eight normal Terminators. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Like, if you're playing a really aggressive... If you're playing, like, a drop pod army, and you know... Yeah. They're going to be coming to you turn one. Yeah, yeah. If you can jump Horus out turn one and counter charge Leviathans, yeah. which are always a pain. Yeah. Uh, other units, it gives you a lot of flexibility. That's a good but, point. Yeah. yeah. But then you can also just be like, well, I know he's going to turn up turn two exactly where I want him to be. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you haven't got to worry about investing points in reserve manipulation. Yeah. Or yeah. So, so on and so forth. And yeah, you could. That's, you that's can also. What sorry, I was thinking, sorry, that's into what I was thinking. Is I was listening to Rob's list. I was like, "What yeah. am I going to cut for a command Rhino?" Yeah, yeah, because right, right, I have one, right? So, what am I going to cut right yeah. now for a command Rhino to to fuck Rob up? Yeah, 
But well, then the, it, that I mean that's list tailoring. It won't work in the other three games. Yeah. It's bullshit. But the command rhino doesn't work on. No, you, you want a Proteus for oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I could just take an Aegis line. I take yeah, a comms, yeah. comms relay <laughs> or, or yeah. an Explorator array as well on yeah. one of your Proteus. Well, like, I mean, if I t- <laughs> I could I could cut three Volkite guys or four yeah, Volkite and that, guys that or whatever. That would work really well, right? That and would, it would just be the same. But it takes it takes the the it makes that unit pointless yeah, yeah i think six or seven is a lot less than 10 jumping out and giving yeah. a volley well i think i think um mm. i think genuinely in my list it's going to be nine um not just to because detract... of points and stuff no because not to detract from rob's list at all but i think if i keep it at nine then depending on person and powers i can put the librarian in there of course mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. um he, he doesn't have to be in the party bus yeah um yeah yeah it gives I, um, me that option one, one of the one of the um, things that when Tom shot his uh, list over on uh, on the WhatsApp group that mm. I did kind of look at um, afterwards was toe to toe, you know, who would win? Oh my god, yeah, Khan and Horace because um, Horace, you know, expensive Primark next to Magnus. I don't know if he's more expensive than Magnus. He now is, or, yeah, yeah. He's five hundred on the nose, isn't it? So. Yeah, so. Um, and who would win because the Khan always goes first, I think. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically hitting at 9.5. Yeah, yeah. Is it is that when he charges though, or is it no, always it's just any time? Ta- it's just all the time. It's yeah. Just the first round of any combat, he always oh, goes first. Yeah. Oh, so the first round, and then it then it reverts to his initiative, does it? Yeah, which is like nine because he's got okay, a China right, Sabre, okay. isn't he? So, yeah, so he's a motherfucker. So, so he'll always go first, but his weapon is what's not the- great. What's what is his weapon? It's AP two. So his, his weapon is on the charge. So on the charge, it's plus one strength. Um, it's always AP two. It's melee, duelists, edge, and master crafted. Yeah. So he's he's strength six basic. He's strength seven on the charge because of the weapon. Yeah. Mm. Um, but apart from that, it is always AP two. Yeah, duelists, edge, and uh, and master crafted. He's weapon skill. Seven, which Ugh. is yeah, but so terrible. Eight. Yeah, that's not great, is it? No, Doesn't I'm... Horus manipulate weapon skill as well? So he so does a couple of things. So with um, things that weapon skill four, he gets plus D three attack. <coughs> um, but he has the rule, but no, because I was also working it out because it, both his weapons are melee weapons. So he gets five base, then plus one for the. For Worldbreaker and the Talon combined. Oh yeah, of course, sure. Are they then, specialist weapons. No, so no, the so Worldbreaker is Mastercrafted, concussive, and unwieldy, and yeah. then the Talon is melee, shred, disabling, strike. Like they're, That's they're, awesome. they're two two melee weapons. And then if he got the D plus D three, he could have uh, so six, seven on the charge, and then potentially ten attacks right against like normal mooks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but the thing that kind of um, that Giles was saying, so I'll read you the rules. So uh, Horace favors a combat style that's part measured cruelty and part unbridled fury. Um, and with the blaze of his talent, is adept at severing tendons, gutting vitals, and puncturing organs and laying low the mightiest opponent. Any no, model, yeah, boy. Yeah, <laughs> any model wounded but not slain by the Warmaster's talent in a particular phase is minus one weapon skill and minus one strength for the rest of the game. Jeez. Oh. Cumulative across multiple assaults phases. So that's a real incentive after I've hit and run. 
Yes, because my my interpretation of that rule before I before you read it out, I thought it yeah. was like maybe it was maybe it's Gilliman or someone does it where I thought I'd lose stats, but for the duration of the combat. So I thought if I, no. I thought I'd be clever, hit and run out, yeah, get yeah. my stats back, and charge back in. Is his weapon no. linked to his? Is the Khan's weapon linked to his strength as well? It's not like a flat. Like no, it's user. it. Well, it's um, yeah, it's strength user, yeah. Man, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. could like in two rounds of combat, if you lose, it'd be with a strength four. Four, score, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So wounding on what toughness? Toughness six. So wounding on six. Toughness six. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. fucking bin. Yeah. But well, saying that, the Khan does have one of the best USRs in the game. So, which is which one? Which one are you referring to? Hit and run. So. Oh yeah, you, okay. hit and run. Um, I mean, if you if you if you chop him up twice and you make him strength four, he's going to hit and run and then go and attack some mooks. He's not going to jump yeah, back in, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but looking so, at the site, so the, the, the edge I'm going to have, it's not an edge because I'm, a, you know, the lot, the lists are quite different. But something that I've got to utilize quite well is my psychic powers. Yeah, yeah. And I think if I get if I get misfortune off. Yeah. Onto that, onto your unit. So yeah. everything I hit you with is rending. It's such a pain oh. when that happens. It's such if, a pain when that. Happens. If if that goes off and my and my yeah. Sakaran Punisher has got a bead on you, yeah, I'm going to yeah. open up a million heavy bolters, all the all the bolters I can to shoot at you to just to chip away some just Aaron. Yeah, we're going to run in there. Horus is there. Gorotai Khan will be there. Oh, the Kagan. Oh, the Kagan. So <laughs> it's gonna it will it'll be using. The, Hate that you have to roll for what psychic yeah. powers you have, and you can't choose it. It's yeah. so bullshit. Playing, having played forty k in AOS, it's so shit having to roll. Yeah. But if I roll half decent, none of them are really bad. But if I roll half decent on there, there are some decent little buffs or debuffs I can put on you, which will give me the edge against that unit. Yeah. You know, against against your other Terminator squads, I've literally only got tactical marines. Yeah. yeah. See what I mean? So yeah. my my. The only thing I can do is stay in the transports for as long as possible. Yeah. Get the javelins and the heavy supports and everything else to kill your your anti armor, which all mm-hmm. comes from that triple las. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there and is then one of there is one other thing though as well. The quarter dreadnoughts. Oh no! It's, oh, about Horus is he oh. just denies psychic powers on a free plus. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah. he denies. Um, is it characteristic changing psychic powers, or is so it... anything that's affected him or his unit? Oh wow! He just he just has a free plus. In other words, you have you have no power here. No oh, man. Oh, just, what the hell? Retarded. Yeah. That is really that is really good, man. Yeah. That, no one, although he's five hundred points, he's like you know, he's yeah, expensive. Um, but you yeah, do have hit so and run though, Tom. So. The armor also yeah. negates any psychic attack directed at the Warmaster or any effect that would adversely modify his characteristic profile. A D6 roll of a three plus. Oh, I yeah. see. So if it was on the unit, ah, damn. Yeah. So you unit would have it, but you could roll for him right, and then wouldn't like if he's part of the unit. Yeah, yeah but just, it's also yeah. any effect that would adversely modify his characteristic profile. So, so would like, that be like, ignoring like, concussive? Like, I think rad um, grenades. Would... No, th- uh, the psychic powers. No, 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 no. That, I, so in, the armor. Shall I read it again? Because it's an well. interesting point. Yeah. yeah. Please do so. The armor also negates. What's well, so the first bit is explaining the armor, explaining this what saver gives. So three up in full. 
etc. The armor also negates any psychic attack directed at the War Master or any effect that yeah, would adversely oh, modify his characteristic wow. profile. Oh, yeah. Just because it says or, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's an important. So if I had a psychic, there, I if I had a psychic power that was your your weapon skill one, you ignore it on a three plus. Yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah. So you ignore fear. Are you mean so, fearless, right? Adversely so modify, but I think up. that it's. I think that. Um, I, because it's about his characteristic profile, I suppose uh, fear moves you down to what weapon skill is it? Yeah, yeah he's, he's fearless. He's fearless anyway. anyway. He's but your prime, your prime uh, is fearless it anyway. Isn't give so. a, get out of here! But that does that fearless confer on the unit? Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 Okay. So then, no one's feeling fear anyway. It's interesting, but, uh, though. Like rad grenades, he would just ignore the three plus. Yeah. yeah. Three plus. Fuck really off. Good. Which is which care. is actually crazy. Yeah. 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 Else that would affect, oh, no. um, affect his uh, uh, blind concussive. If, oh. you, yeah. if you take a blind check, see concussive is quite massive actually because Goratai has got the thunderhammer. Yeah. Oh and yeah, that would affect it as well, wouldn't it? So yeah. thunder, you know, at, at Horus because Horus is not Primarchs are not immune to concussive no, normally. Yeah, no, no, no. So only, only Petrobo is in fact. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it was always going to be a plan to try and kill off the mooks as quick as I can and then with Goratai's attack spill over into the challenge. Of course. And then concuss the shit out of Horus. What, what are the, your Hello, boyfriends armed with Tom? You've got... Pardon? Yeah, I really Sorry, like that. Sorry, go on, Rob. To try and save a concussive Thunderhammer, right? You've got a three-up to ignore <laughs> a concussive. Um, yeah, Rob, you and your three-up re-rollables. Yeah. <laughs> the, the shield tribune is back baby Look. i mean when i when i started this discord i was like i know we're, i know i'm gonna lose this game it's just all about trying to have fun and now it's just about just just how many rules can rob invent <laughs> but, like but Tom, how many can... pages of rules does horace have and the sons of like the o- one of the only things that makes the white scars good is their ability to fuck around with reserves yeah. and seizing the initiative and things like that like chin's are gets that on this restaurant rob just has them just yes, because, um, and that's not even what most people the would say is the Sons of Horus special no. rules. But and no, this, well, what, I just have this them. is what I think about, like the Sons of Horus, right? Which is that, like, I, I think you know, if you were to do a straw poll, I think that people would put um, Sons of Horus somewhere near the top, yeah, region, but not necessarily the top legion. But I think the moment that Lupercal is in any Sons of Horus list. I think it changes the dynamics of that particular of the Sons of yeah. Horus army yeah. to make them like. I, personally, I think the, the top tier army in the game. I think that him combined with the Sons of Horus armies is just so good. So the, the only thing that's not convincingly beating every single time is a bullshit Custodes list or <laughs> or a bullshit. Um, Thousand Sons list played yeah, to put that, your dick Thousand in. Sons might give him a run. Yeah, if you were going to play Magnus and Court the Crimson King like a dickhead, then that's going to win every game anyway. This, is, this chat is getting me seriously. Hashtag hot for Horus. I'm listening oh. to the bed for spirit again. <laughs> <laughs> and just Horus being an absolute legend is he, in that. Just crushing is he going to appear at greetings now? <laughs> just gonna, oh. <laughs> Surprise, cockfags! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have. He's more painted than most of the the uh, the oh, army I'm taking to Greece. Why don't you? Why don't you spend three weeks painting Horus and bring him in an orbital assault list? Easy oh five hundred points. Easy. No, no, I've I've committed. <laughs> I've committed. Stop this. You've done a whole was... podcast about it now, right? I've done. Uh, uh, yeah. 
podcast three or and four. a half about fucking militia cans, and now yeah. I just don't give a fuck. Oh. No, but also on game one though of that Saturday when we when me and Rob are playing and we're playing on the table next to you, and you're like. Here, my 30 militia I've got to move and there's this like Rob like world breaker is playing the card I'm really looking forward to listening to a vengeful spirit audiobook driving up in the morning and like repeating oh the scene where Horace goes off to that battle barge and completely kicks dick I'm actually really excited to hear about your game as well because like yeah. thematically it sounds like it's going to be great because yeah. You've got the spear tip essentially, haven't you? Like, oh, which yeah, is it's, awesome. It's the, um, it's yeah, it's a hardened spear tip. I'm sallying out on foot. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not. You know, my list was is not designed to be top tier because it is just the models I own. Also, but, the ones you love as well. So, of course, but it's yeah. but it will get there by the natural progression of just, of course, of course, collecting yeah. more models. But it's also but, brilliant as well because if it, it it feels like the calm. It feels like the Khan's always portrayed as like the unknown, the underdog. No one really knows what he's about. Yeah. And this is a prime example of him coming up against. Yeah, all, yeah, I like all, that. Actually. Almost yeah, one that that he respects amongst all, amongst yeah. all, all all of his all of the yeah. other brothers. And what what a way to start the day. Yeah, and yeah. and and he has some tricks up his sleeve. That boy does. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, like, I think he really does. I think I'll put. You know, I'll be able to at least make an interesting game. At least make so. a game worthy yeah. of talking about at lunch and getting oh, drunk about yeah, on Saturday definitely. night. Like I think um, you could, you could really, because whenever it's Primark on Primark, you always get that inevitable like honour duel. Yeah. But you, yeah. You, 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 you could just take to the wind. You could just be like, he'll just fight Goratai Khan. And... Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> fuck the rest of it off. The Khan, the Khan can just go where he wants. Like just, yeah. Just, I mean, just I like could, the wind or the lightning. Just, yeah, depends but... if he's a bitch or not. Hop onto the end of Talon Horace's talon and stop crying. It depends on the mission. Does indeed, yeah. yeah. Because these, because like greetings missions are quite they 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 do they're not massively removed from red missions. Yeah, that they're they're normally tweaked and have some extra bits in them to make them unique and make them siege of terror. It's it's enough to it's enough to keep them interesting, keep you on your toes, isn't it? Exactly that. But it it's going to be one of those things where I think that if um if the mission comes up and it's like, oh, you've got an objective in your deployment zone, an objective in your deployment, your, your opponent's deployment zone, your one is worth two, their one is worth four, and then there's some secondaries. Shall I tell you a story about a Greetings of the Warp uh, mission that I played once? I'd love to, with please. My, with my talents of the Emperor. So um, I... Uh, uh, we're talking years ago now. I, it must be three or four years ago. But I, I, I took uh, Talons of the Emperor, or I took um, in an Allied detachment a, um, uh, a, um, I think some sisters, Janisa Kroll, and a Dreadnought in in the Allies detachment, and maybe Blood Angels as the main 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 force, from what I remember. And the mission or the 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 event was set on a Eldar um, or Eldari. Um, a kind of like ghost world, I guess. That, similar oh, to what we saw in. I remember this event. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. I remember this event. This is. And then, um, mm. and then, what happened was that on this ghost world, on the, I think it was the second or third mission, these Eldar uh, popped up and were pretty hard to kill. They were like the Wraith Eldar, right? You know, the ones with like the big black sleek mm. helms. 
alien movies. I, I don't know what they're called, but um, Wraith God. Wraith, yeah, Wraith God, right? Mm. And then um, the rule was if you got killed, if a character, sorry, got killed by one of these Wraith Guard, that character then became a Wraith Guard. Oh, right? wow. Okay. That's so cool. guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Dreadnought in the Talons list. Oh, no. I took, <laughs> I They're a not fucking, a character. I took a fucking Telemon Dreadnought, which is a fucking character. No. <laughs> no. And somehow, I don't know how it happened because these things were like pretty nuts as well, from what I remember. Like they could take down Some of them Telemon Dreadnought. They were really good. Yeah. They got yeah. D Flamers. D Flamers. Right. Yeah. Like, they, were, they were nuts. And then, uh, and then the Telemon, which was in the backfield, like fucking hosing down the opponent because I was a cheesy cunt. Because that's like, what the Telemons do. <laughs> what? Yeah. It does right? Still. And, uh, and then, and then, and then, what happens? He fucking gets taken down. And then he's resurrected <laughs> on the Atari side, and then just starts blazing down all my army in its rear armor. It was an absolute nightmare. Honestly, I was like, I did not see the fucking funny side of it in any of <laughs> this. What one of the five Telemons in existence <laughs> yeah. just turned over to a ghost elder it was, because it was also with the um because I think that what happened was that your your opponent controlled it right and like oh, even yeah. more insulting because my opponent fucking had my four hundred point Telemon and it was it was the Telemon that had um the two weapons that was like strength seven AP three. Um, oh, and, and then it was seven shots apiece. So it was like 14 shots disposing <laughs> down my back lines. I was like, ah, oh! it's just upsetting times. Not a fun, funny side to that at all. Amazing. Yeah. That, that, greetings. But that, yeah, exactly that, right? That's greetings. So sometimes I don't really remember the missions of the last one I went to. I know they were all good and I enjoyed them. And I know they were like mechanics for a few Primarchs on the alive still somewhere in the vent you've got a buff and all these sorts of things but i don't remember the missions being really mega fucky and having a massive influence on my game but but if it does it makes a massive difference to my game because my my list cares not for deep strikers because i don't have a backfield yeah you know i'll just i'll just go wherever i need you just ride on the wind ironically yeah yeah. but because i but because i don't have a backfield it means that he can deep strike down wherever with no detriment yeah yeah so if i if my spartan and my armor all all charges up and i get my land raiders into say your backfield and they start disassembling some quad mortars Mm. it doesn't doesn't matter because horace can if he pops my spartan horace can come down around him it's true weather a turn of shooting because i haven't got a lot of anti-infantry armor apart from the punisher and then hope that the vindicator scatters if the vindicator doesn't do the you know the lord's work on that big bundle of horus shaped <laughs> loveliness I, I, it's, i'm gonna be in trouble yeah and i haven't got any chaff defeat i haven't got fearless thralls i you know i've got some tactical marines but that's not chaff you know that's one turn but you also have the speed tom like Oh like, yeah, I'll get out yeah, of the way. Every, ignore, everything you can just him, move. Right? Yeah, like yeah, everything you have can just, 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 and that's m- why it depends on the mission. Give up your if, shooting and just, and just flat out. Just if it's, it, get out. If it's six objectives to get on, yeah, and it's like you're gonna yeah. struggle. You're and it's struggle. like progressive or something as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if it's if it's two objectives and the one in your deployment zone is worth the most, then Warmonger's going to sit on my objective. I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. And then it'll be a big fuck fest for your oh, objective. This sounds amazing. Right. 
I need to cool. sack off my game. Yeah, I'm I'm spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just grudge each other and just watch I, this I game? Think that, yeah. uh, like, from a, I think that, like, I really like and respect the idea of Khan on foot. I really, I think that's, like, a really cool concept. Love but it. I think that the... Um, I love it gets the, plus one initiative. The, the idea, I think it's amazing, right? But, like, the hit and run is just so best utilized with the bike that's the thing oh yeah of course yeah like and lots of his rules you know just synergize so well with the fact that when he's on a bike but i love the idea of the khan on uh foot because there's some amazing moments in in saturnine where like Mm. like i know they go out on the bikes i think in the last like push but they just open the gates and they just come out on foot don't they they're just like just these things in on the front of the gates which i just think well it's in 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 saturnine when they charge into the first meeting against the plague marines Mm. and there's like that toxic cloud yeah the first fucking thing that happens is he gets his bike cut in half Mm. or he gets his bike chopped up and he does that roll where he sort of rolls off like Legolas and comes up swords in hand just starts yeah. slicing guys in half. Uh, yeah. And when that dick so hard. When that happens <laughs> and he's like a staving off plague marines from all around him sort of trying to stab him with rusty shivs and all the rest of yeah. it. That <laughs> that's that's when I thought I don't I don't want him on a bike just zooming off and because yeah. that will be I even I would enjoy that. I would I would enjoy playing that I think. Of but I think that bending off those shivs. There's, as you all know, having played games with me for like three or four years, there's nothing that gets me so concrete hard than a man standing his line in really big armor, yeah. and just the idea of like the you know the Fafnir round away, whoever it is, you know, no no backward step. I like the idea of that, and I think with the the unit is going to look cool. I think my Keshig Terminators look cool. Yeah. Now I'm going to get Andy Kirk's proper banner in there apart from my sort of fucking do-it-yourself pound land banner i think with that banner in place the unit will look cool i think obviously rob's army is like one of the best in the world Mm. so i think that it'll at least it's gonna make such a good instagram phase as well Mm. that it's just gonna be such style it's a saturday morning game i know it's brilliant this is another thing as well like only having two games means if you boys want to spill into your game being a bit longer yeah you, exactly. you, you, yeah you've got yeah. all the time in the world actually yeah. for yeah. once I don't rather than I, having to finish up and having to I go don't for know lunch, what time the just... game finishes because normally if a game starts at half nine half nine yeah yeah it'll finish at what 12 yeah it's usually about two and a half two hours 45 but... yeah but I don't think I don't think game one finishes until one yeah half 12 maybe half 12 one or games or something yeah yeah which is is fucking so good. It means we can yeah. we can enjoy it. You know, I, both me considering that Rob has history for overrunning on his games. Mm. He he, serious, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ser- serious, That's serious. <laughs> yeah, I overran at that tournament that we went to right on every single game. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, was, I was the common denominator amongst all the games. Yeah, the I wonder what seat. I wonder what the scores were at the actual time the game ended, Rob. <laughs> Um, so yeah i think it's gonna be a really cool game i think this rob's list is just is so good obviously you've thought a lot a lot about it and that that, yeah yeah. the effort that's gone into that is there's a lot of science into it it can only be respected the thought of turning up and playing that oh i'm playing the sons of horus essentially quite a strong fearless gun line yeah but then actually fuck me three of those tanks can outflank 
Yeah, it's you know? so good, right? It's oh, okay, well, I've yeah, shot yeah. his laser vindicators. Where are his cortices? Are they about to... <laughs> yeah. They're about to yeah. one each charge or two yeah. Iron Raiders. And, and that's my that's always been my philosophy with um, uh, with kind of like 3K lists, like having those little units that can be such a pain yeah. if you don't deal with them. And like yeah. the quarters is just such a good example of a of a, a unit under 150 points that you can deal with quite quickly. But if you don't, yeah. it, and if you have multiple threats, that I think is the is is the real well. They've balance. got their rear their rear armor has got javelin written all over them. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. but it's yeah. but it's getting there. Oh, I forgot about your speeders as well, Tom. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got one Kazargan, two javelins, and three land speeders. They're so good, right? That they, I mean, those outflanking could really ruin the courtesies. Yeah. Um. And yeah. um. The you know those outflanking could really ruin the scorpiuses. Like I played. Um. I went to Bristol a couple of years back and played a lad with. Um. Uh, white scars and it was a jet bike uh, army and he um had three lands or i think he had six land speeders but he ran the grav guns and the uh, melters and Oof, they yeah. were they were a real pain in the ass to deal with and they just basically a turn just took out um uh, a um a tank you know just from yeah. the grav alone it was just like oh, that's gone oh that's gone yeah um, i mean if i don't if i don't get the con to a, to a point where I'm happy to bring him, and I, and I, I bring a podding Leviathan instead. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a massive game changer. That just comes Hugely, down and wrecks yeah. the three yeah. laser yeah. vindicators. Yeah. You know, I would play differently if you did that. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think it's yeah. uh you know it's not going to be as fun in the middle against Taurus. No, but it is going to be less fun in the gun. You know, in the in the gun line. It's a different. I'm I'm trying not to think about that too much because I'm really going to positive. I, I I'll get the fear, card. And, I would. F- on that game, the Leviathan more than I would fear sure. the Khan, I think. But you won't. But you only fear it in turn one. Yes, that's because right, because yeah. the, the, the if he comes down and he's got two melter gun fists and then the melt. Oh, sorry, one melter fist and the melter lance. Yeah, he's now got a shiny phosphex launcher thanks to Andy Kirk. Lad hero. So he com- he comes down and he pops. Let's say charitably two tanks out of your laser indicators. Yeah. <clears throat> it, 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 even if I kill the whole squad, right? But mm. maybe two. So maybe he then two. he then dies next turn. Yeah, uh, maybe not because the tortoises, from, the tortoises would mob him. The other laser indicator would mob him. Shatter shells will shatter yeah. shells oh, would do him. Yeah. The Spartans quad cannons. The Spartans <laughs> quad cannons would do him. Like he would. The Terminators would just run out and chain fist him to death. Yeah, but there's not that you know, many chain. I don't have that many uh, chainfish. Like I, I, a Leviathan, well placed, could really scupper my. Yeah, I mean, it happened to Jonas. You know, even though obviously he beat me, but the the, the Leviathan I put in his ass mm. killed something every turn until that, he died in turn yeah, five. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They and, can be uh, so good, but they can be so terrible as well, Leviathan. Yeah, and that's the, and that's the problem with vehicles in this edition is that. One one melter gun on a marine can kill him. It's like um, it's like Will said though. You know, if you dropped a dropped a Leviathan pod straight in front of laser vindicated destroyers behind an Aegis, you are blocking right everything but in front of it gets gets shrouded. Um, you have to be you, shooting through the pod. You, you have to be yeah, but that's what I mean. Like if you drop oh, yeah. it directly in front of three laser destroyers, you like 
you've got an obstacle now in the way and and Leviathan coming out of it, which was yeah. just like trying to deal with, right? Yeah. yeah. It's a good point. Yeah, it does put up, you know, if assuming your Blade of Indicators aren't right up against the Aegis. Yeah. If it I can, can be get a real the pod, that. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. I can get the pod right down into it, then um, yeah. it's gonna be pre- it would it was probably that if you were if I was if it was a tournament, that's definitely the option to go. Yeah. Is the pod in Leviathan because A, it's done. I don't have to worry about it, I don't have to spend any money on it. I don't have to paint it. But um, it's less style for a siege event. You know, there mm. aren't many, well, it seems to be more and more, but there aren't many events in the UK which properly theme themselves to be a, a, a siege of terror event. Mm. Yeah. And if I'm going to use Jagatai Khan at any event, it's going to be a siege event. H- has yeah. to be done, yeah. Um, only for it to die in game four. <laughs> um, so, yeah, pretty good. How are you feeling about your other matchups, Rob? Have you, has, have you got any challenge boys, friends, uh, I, lined I, up? I, um... Off the top of my head, I can't. Uh, I can't recall. I, maybe I challenged Pete. Maybe or Pete challenged me, perhaps. Or maybe I'm making that up. He's, you're he's, both he's, traitors. He's, you're both traitors. Oh, okay, then definitely not. I don't even know. Is Will <laughs> Will Will is a uh, loyalist? Uh, loyalist. Will is only ever a loyalist. Um, yeah, I, I can't swing the other way. Um, but I haven't. I don't think I've matched up with anybody. I quite like greetings because you do get to meet new people and yeah, um, yeah. play different armies, which I think is yeah, really good, which is what I really enjoyed about the Cryptic Cabin one, which is that I played three people who I'd never played before. Yeah, and they were all good guys. Hunting, yeah, really good blokes, and and yeah. three armies that um, kind of army makeups that I hadn't played against, which was really interesting. I mean, the Raven Guard one. Mark's Raven Guard oh. was like really interesting to play against because it was just so different. That's another that was another yeah. army that I found when I was speaking to him about it. It was the end of the day and everyone was tired, but he'd thought about that in yeah. as much detail as you've thought about your Sons of Horus list. You yeah, know, he, some units yeah. were combi combi weapons, some units weren't combis yeah. because they didn't warrant the seven points or whatever. He he, he plays quite tactically actually, and then oh, very. at the end he was like, you know, I'd like to play my list again but with his sons of horus right so he was like i would like to play that exact list but play with my sons of horus and see if i can beat it this time yeah um, which i thought was interesting so he's quite he's quite clearly quite like a tactical player and yeah. I, I, that's what i quite like about heresy actually like i do enjoy the cool like surroundings and and the the lore and stuff behind it but like the game itself it's the tactical uh, element of the game that I like the most. Like I know lots of people are kind of like, oh, it's just throw some dice and have some beers. But actually, I like being tested. You know, uh, like on a on a tactical level. I think it, that's yeah. what makes it most. Oh, fun of course, yeah, game, yeah, so. definitely. I think I me mean, even playing. You know, I was playing Underworlds recently, and I played it again last night. You know, and I play I play that with my friends, and we play it much slower than we would pl- than mm-hmm. in an event. You're supposed to play it. You know, at, at organised Underworlds events, you're supposed to get a game done in an hour and a half. Right. And we would nowhere near hit, hit that. Yeah. But when we are playing, we're, we're all playing to win. Yeah. And it's everyone's having fun. Everyone's laughing. We're playing to win. We're changing cards in and out of our decks. We're talking about little nuances. And the, the tactical side of that is something I've, I've, I've never, even in competitive AOS, the, 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 the competitive, sorry, the tactical discussions we've had based on Underworlds has been so in-depth. Yeah. Whereas heresy, because heresy for me is it, it is the fluff and the narrative and everything, and yeah. and essentially I don't actually I don't actually think I'm that well I'm not that good at the game, mm-hmm. so I don't I don't tend to think about things too much. But then when I do stand at a game like I did at Crypto Cabin was my most recent one I think. Yeah. When you when you stand there you think this is a lock. 
that I need yeah. to that I need to yeah. pick right with the tools that I've got. Yeah. And yeah. how am I going to manage it? And if it turn if in turn five you've not completely given up and you're still in there, yeah. Then then that's really fun and it's only dumb errors as I, as yeah. we discussed at the time like objective placement. You know, yeah. I do I do that all the time. I do that dumb. Yeah. And it's about making the best of that. So I can definitely yeah. see how that's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think playing new boyfriends is always a good thing. Yeah. You know? So it's how true. is the how is the um the matchings working at greetings? So, so what you I do? I really understand uh, it when they put it up. So I think they've they've organised game one already. So they've already got the matchups for game one. Right. And I believe because I was contacted by Richard, mm. and he said, um, "Do you want to play Med as game one?" I said yeah. yes, and then. Um, I th- believe you were asked in your group chat as well. Yeah. Um, regardless, but I think that's already booked in. Okay, but cool. for some reason, they have envelopes they want to give each of us every mm. game. Right. Every game. Right. Okay. So every game, you're going to you're you're going to be told which table to go to. Yeah. You're going to be given a mission, and then each player, I think it's each player is going to be given an an envelope. Yeah. Right. With a secret objective to complete. Right. Okay. Okay. Everyone's a secret knight errant, basically. Kind of, which I th- I think is fucking amazing. That's really got me engaged. Um, I'm up for that. I hope they're not boring. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not killer vehicle. You know, I hope Spider it's the not... warlord. Yeah, I hope it's not that. I hope it's something interesting. But then that is sort of watered down, and so I can see their dilemma by let's, for example, say that I rock up to a table, and then Pete rocks up to the table, and it's just a natural. That's just how the the games have worked. You know how that yeah. how their matchup has worked. And then Pete says, oh, no, actually, I've challenged um, John Askham, so I'm going to go and play him. Right. What, ha- what then happens is he leaves his envelope and his mission on the table. He right. then goes and switches place with John Askham's opponent. Right. So let's say John Askham's opponent was someone else in the trade. Let's say it's Giles. Right. Giles then comes over to my table, picks up Pete's mission, picks up Pete's envelope, right. and, plays, and plays that game. Yeah. Now, that, what, what Giles picks up then isn't hand selected because it's right. hand selected for pete right okay i might have you know that's the that's the gist of the vibe i've got from speaking in the group the loyalist chat and obviously the posts they've put up it might not be that in depth you'll get I, some sort of mad chain reaction though where people are like um that was my thoughts I, Rob, yeah i'm grudging this person well i'm grudging this this person and this person gets oh, yeah. Yeah. but i think i think if everyone i think if if everyone just if everyone isn't precious including the eos about these envelopes, as right. long as you, I think the, I think procedure-wise, I think if you turn up to your table and say, "I'm playing you, Mister Person," yeah. and then you say, "But actually, I'm challenging over there," you pick up your shit, you leave that guy, and you go to your table. At that 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 guy then is either either he's challenging someone else, right, and he goes off and does his own thing, or he's not, and he comes to the first table. Right. If he if he's going off on a challenge, you then have to find that guy and bring him back to your table. Okay. So, it, Find the keepers. I oh, think correct. I think it I think it is going to be a little bit of a of a mismatch. But where it's only four four games, I think we'll learn. It won't be a thing in the first game. It'll be something for everyone to learn game two, and it will take ten minutes for everyone to sort themselves out. Yeah. Sunday morning, everyone will be issued the same thing, and it will be a bit of a mess. And then game four, it'll be fine. Yeah, sounds good. We'll I'm see. Looking forward to it. We'll see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. <clears throat> Much um, excite. Giles and Will, who who have you challenged or got challenged? Or so I'm all grudged up, baby. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, so who oh, are you playing? Four, four. So I've got my 
pal Rob McDougal first okay. with his with his mighty mighty world eaters, oh, uh, which will be delicious. Game two, I've got Mr. Eldridge himself, the whore priestess. <laughs> um, priestess. He'll be sh- he'll be fucking shit faced yeah. by game two. Well, that was one no, of the, he's, he's a changed was... man. These sometimes, hope so. Sometimes <laughs> he's a changed man. Sometimes that was one of the conditions. <laughs> I was like, if I want to play, uh, interesting. I, I want to drink, and if I'm going to drink, you need to drink as well. And he was like, ah. Yeah, I've had four. You know what I mean? Just usual yeah, jack yeah. shit. So, yeah. so playing him Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday, the long-awaited, the game that's been years in the making. Mm. Woodley. Tonka. Oh, Tonka. Tonka. Yeah, because... He's taking his militia. I think he's taking... I, I don't know. I, I hope he's taking his word bearers because... If he's taking, if he's taking his militia, that game is going to be over in seven minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's getting crushed mercilessly. <laughs> <laughs> and it ain't Will. We were supposed to... When we went to the Birmingham event, like, a couple of months back, we were, we were paired randomly for the last game. Yeah. And Mr. Mew and I have a little... Uh, we always play each other last game of an event, which we're yeah, yeah. which we're at, and Ollie pulled rank on on Matt and was like, "Give me that tray," and and him and I played <laughs> in, instead of Tonka. So so we have to play this event. This will be the first time since we've seen each other, and we haven't played. We've somehow avoided each other for four years now. The gloves are off. The dicks are out. <laughs> we're gonna have to throw down, um, and then and then after that you're gonna play Ollie, uh, probably. But yeah. I'm more than willing to play Rob if Ollie would like to. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I've got to fight, fight <laughs> Ollie off. Yeah, <laughs> hand over the honour. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think you should both res- wrestle for it on Saturday yeah, night. Wrestle, in the pub. yeah. Ollie I and think... I could like see who can cut the straightest sheet of ply. Ah, uh, yeah, I with a skill like sword. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ollie will win because yeah, yeah but, yes, it's his job. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so um, in theory, all all fought up, but of course, I'm willing to like change if it comes to it. So yeah, is it's, there, um, is there um, like free gaming on on Saturday night? Is that is that a thing? So if yeah, if there is, so. if the, if there is, and they're not because I don't think they're doing heresy quiz and all that sort of stuff. But I think the venue is open, and I think some of the guys are going to stay there because I I think the heresy. Sorry. The loyalists have already been talking about Saturday evening and whatever, and I think as a group, because it, it's a lot of our group is up there. Oh yeah, I, th- fast, I, think, isn't it? Yeah. I think rather than if the games finish at four or five, rather than go back to a hotel, get something to eat, and spend all night in the bar, I, I am up, tempor- you know, at the moment for um, a tentative leap for a third game. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll even, how, we'll even like a goes. small game, maybe. Yeah. I'd be yeah, so yeah. good at a heresy quiz. I reckon. I'd be. I'd be oh, all over I it. Love I, that. I heresy is, is such a big part. I pretty life, much sing, yeah. single-handedly won the one at Orpheum ploy. Uh, <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Were you there? Or? There isn't a heresy quiz. I remember. I remember you standing up to give an answer, and yeah, Matt and... Woodley gave the best answer to one of the questions, which I still it still makes me laugh when I think about it, but. <laughs> The actual the actual quiz that Sam Beecher Jones won. I was on a team with Dan Paul and a bunch of other geezers. And I was Dan... I was utterly useless because I'd only listened to yeah, and, six books uh, at that point. And Dan Paul Dan Paul was the same. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I won. We well, our team won that, and we won a bottle of like Sam Beecher Jones's fucking home brewed cider, which had bits floating in it. Oh, that's great. And um, 
<laughs> I downed half of it while I was there, but he was like, I'm giving you this bottle because you basically single-handedly won that fucking event. The uh, Kagan. Yeah, but that was... Um, yeah, that was very funny. One of the questions you had to, each team had to select a person to stand up and give an on the spot answer to a bunch of like rapid fire, you know, like snap fire questions. Oh, right. Okay. And one of the questions was I think I spoke about this last pod, but what is the best Legion specific unit that has a three plus armor save? Ooh. And we were like, oh my God. And I can't remember who went first. They said something. I said the scouts from, um, the thousand suns which is wrong so they've got like a four up armor save or it's three plus or better or worse you know whichever way you want to call it so i said the scouts from the thousand suns and that got no reaction from the crowd or whatsoever oh dear and then matt woodley just stood up bold as brass with his chest and just went angron oh <laughs> yeah and, and literally the, the whole and the crowd went wild. yeah yeah and like, <laughs> literally everyone was just like that motherfucker's right and um yeah yeah, I, I, I was nearly prepared to give him the whole quiz on the basis of that answer. But, that is, um, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah, but that would be cool. Maybe that's something we could do at another event, Rob, or even at the weekend that we could do. There's loads of people there. Why, yeah. why don't we yeah. compile a heresy game show and it's actually a heresy off between Tom and Rob yeah, I to a series yeah. of pre-prepared questions? I'm yeah, happy to I think, present it. I think if it's based it on useless facts. Pursuit, I like it, yeah. yeah. Good, yeah. We, we can even... Be like the weakest link, but... But in yeah. the thirty-first millennium. I think. If, yeah. I think. I think. I think we could do that, Rob. I think so. I think it'd be good, actually. I'm looking at it. Be great content for the pod, if nothing else. Yeah. Everyone's going to have Primarchs as well, so we could do like a royal, a, a royal rumble. Yeah, they, that would be quite cool. I if think. like people are up for it, I'm looking I, forward I, I, to definitely putting the Khan through his paces, right? I mean, that yeah, would be quite yeah. cool. I think. Well, I mean, he's getting a double run out because, despite any sort of you know um, PR shenanigans that Greetings have had about the state of the Khan. He is a, he is appearing in both forms. Oh, oh you know, he, mama. he is coming on foot, and there is a there is a mounted version of him coming as well. Oh, also on foot, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got, but at least got the bike on the model. Yeah, you know, I know. There's, oh, yeah, there I is a bike that. now. There is a bike on the base, which I'm absolutely fine with. That's which more than I, fine yeah, with me. Yeah, it's fine. I can go. Yeah. Um, but what's um, what's going to be interesting is that list that he's bringing it in is not Chagorian Brotherhood. It's not Chog Bros, is it? No, so it's going to be very interesting to see how he does in that. It's, mm. I mean, oh, it is Chog Bros, is it? It's not yeah. Recon Company. No, it's not. It's Chog Bros. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's got chaplains in it, so I'm already bored. Yeah, it's fucking out of horseshit. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I asked him. I think I said I asked him <laughs> where, what 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 chaplains. Very when the very when the chat was very first started, I said, "Where did you get a chaplain from in the White Scars?" Because they didn't know the outcome of the council on Ikea, so they never had the edicts, so they never enforced it with chaplains. And he was just like, nah, they had them. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, they had it, one of them. I said it last week, he sent the list. I was like, it's a really good list, man, but I just don't agree with the chaplain. You're only taking a chaplain for re-rolls to hit. And he's like, I just see them as Why I just else see, would you take a chaplain? I just see them as storm seers. And I was like, then take a storm seer. And he was yeah. like, well, no, <laughs> I want a chaplain. Like, okay, fine. Uh, Every rolls with divination, mate. That's the way. Yeah, just, yeah. Well, I've got divination, and I'm definitely taking prescience. Yeah. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Son, yeah. I'll get it for I free. Would, I would really like to. Uh, I don't know if there's any Dark Angels players at uh, in on the. There's a traitor. The yeah. Oh, there's a traitor Dark Angels player. I would Obviously, really yeah. like shout to out to Manlight Dom. Yeah. Really like he... to kick dick, kick the lion's dick. That's Play him on Saturday. Play him on Saturday evening. Yeah, I might do that. He's also bringing. Well, he's not, actually, he's I not shouldn't... bringing the lion, is he? No, nah, he doesn't believe in the lion. No. 
Only Luther. Cut yeah, yeah. Luther. Is he bringing Luther? Is he bringing Luther? Yeah, he's going to use Course Wayne's rules as Luther. He's using whose rules? Sorry. He's going to use Course Wayne's rules as Luther. Oh, thank you, Siri. Someone else is doing that with someone else, aren't they? I think this is what, what you're thinking. Someone of. using Kroll as Valdor, or no, or vice versa. No, because no, someone else is doing something else. Because I said I'd really like to bring, if I did Sons of Horus later on in the year, I'd like to bring Argonis or Hel- oh, yeah, as, as Malagas. 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 You're talking about yeah. this, yeah. But yeah. someone, I think there's someone else taking something else or something else. But fuck knows what it was. It was put in the loyalist chat. Do you mind if you do that? And I was like, hell no, it sounds cool. Um, yeah. It's my hobby, son. Well, yes, it is. Um, Right. Well, that's pretty good, boys. I'm I'm fucking psyched for this event, man. I'm, I'm going to go really paint something now, right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, we have to close this pod out in the next four minutes. Oh, we get cut off. So we don't we don't have to do too many goals because will you don't have to do anything at all. You can just sit merry. I'm ready to rock. Yeah. Um, Rob, oh, there's no comeuppance because um, you know we're never going to check. But what is your what is your goal for the next week in terms of greetings prep? Uh, I want to get some quad mortars painted. Mm, yeah. Oh, God, they're going to look so good. Oh. Keep a cheeky little eye on me on Instagram or the WhatsApp group to see if I've been uh, doing that. Mm. Rob, um, do you want to promote yeah, your so services like to, to maybe out? the one person that doesn't follow you on Instagram? Uh, yes. Hopefully, yeah, you have so hopefully approximately 100 yeah, times yeah. more followers. Yeah. <laughs> My manager. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um i am uh rob medwell of medis miniatures uh you probably have seen me spamming the internet on several occasions um and um if you are not following me then please give me a follow um i do commission painting um i currently do that as a side um kind of a side hustle um to my main job uh but that may be or may not be changing in the near future but more updates to come about that mm. um and um, if you want a commission this year done tough luck you'll have to wait till next year <laughs> because i'm fully booked now so if you're if you've cast prescience on yourself and you can yes. predict what heresy 2.0 looks like in 2023 uh, and you've yeah. got and you want to book rob up and you want to yeah. say, I'm going to book you in for a whole load of assault yeah. marines and Sakarans because you know they're going to go plastic next year. Yeah, yeah. Do, it just... do, yeah. It do it now. Do it now. Do it now. I'm telling you, man. It is later. Absolutely. One of the big things that um, uh, that I have with clients is that they say, or you know, they can say, oh, I want this army done, and they need it done in the next couple of months, and I can never fit that in because I'm just fully booked. But yeah. what I always say to those clients don't book it in now and you leave it till a year's time you'll be waiting a year another time. year another yeah, year that's, yeah. that's just the the way the cookie crumbles it's just like i'm i'm blessed like business has been so good um and it's why i can make some of the decisions that i'll kind of announce later on this year um but um yeah really really lucky and i think and i hope that the business will continue to grow mm. with the advent of of you know a oh, new definitely. era of heresy so if i've been able to create a business based off heresy now i hope that it will just continue to grow and grow as um as we move into this new glorious age of heresy 2.0 i Oof. can't see it not rob i can see so many people queuing up at your door trying to get a fucking four thousand points so. of some I bitch legion so. i hope so yeah Hopefully. everyone painting i don't know death guard or whatever <laughs> just a thousand just a thousand people queuing at your door for death guard um so. giles what are you gonna have done by next week you've got less than a minute so 
these militia will be finished by the time I go to sleep tomorrow over the weekend I will build a castigator and then by the time we get to Thursday it will be largely painted like nice. your mum oh perfect <laughs> absolutely perfect is there um, any news on the OnlyFans as well Giles or are we going to be waiting for that or it's, it's coming but we're going to get it's cut coming. off so we'll have to save that till next week but okay. thank you very much everyone for listening I love you very much and uh, thanks for on. joining us Rob no worries yeah thank you thank you Rob, you, Rob sir. it was a pleasure and uh, all the best and if you're coming to greetings look forward to seeing you there if you're not buy event tickets and come to another event sometime yeah. soon Heresy lives see you later boys Le Bye-bye.